Texas, your truck and your road to success in the trucking industry. This is Trucking Business and Beyond, the show that puts the money where it belongs, back in your pocket. Welcome to my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. The website is letstruck.com. The show is all about the business of trucking. We'll take your calls and answer your questions about trucks, money, fuel mileage, maintenance, tires, taxes, technology, health and fitness on the road, getting started as an owner-operator, finding freight, working with brokers, getting your own authority. The list goes on and on. If you've got a question about anything at all, pick up the phone, give me a call, and we'll talk about it. We're going to get to those calls in a little bit. I've got uh, I've got a couple things I want to talk about today. In fact, uh, if you want to join in on this conversation and you can't get through today, I posted this on Facebook. You can jump in there and give us your opinion there. So here's the topic of the day, kind of a question of the day. Is this a good time to be an owner-operator? Specifically, even being an owner-operator with your own authority. But I think being an owner-operator in general. um, But I'm going to talk specifically about having your own authority. For the last year or year and a half or so, I've been saying uh, of all the 32 years now I've been in this industry, this is one of the best times I've seen to get your own authority. And it's looking better all the time. If you're leased to a carrier, a couple things might be different. If you're a driver, that would take a whole different conversation. I'm not leaving the drivers out of this, but this is a very different world right now for drivers where they don't have a lot of control over what's going on. And I'm not sure I see a tremendous amount of opportunities for them. Although on the good side for drivers, when rates go up, pay will go up. Um, there is a driver shortage, whether you want to argue that or not. When in any time you see an industry that has a hundred plus percent turnover, there's something wrong. And people say, "Well, there's no shortage. There's just not enough pay." That's illogical. Of course, there's a shortage, and yes, you could pay more, but it's a very competitive industry. It's just not that easy. So, if you want to say there's no shortage, they just don't pay enough. It, that's that doesn't make any sense. The pay is what it is. 
if it goes up and it's going up, there's still going to be a shortage for quite some time. So there are some opportunities for drivers, but that's a different discussion. For owner-operators with your own authority, let's talk about... I, I made a list of all the negatives that have changed in the last couple of years. So, so let's not talk about the stuff that hasn't changed forever. Let, let's not talk about bad roads and hours of service. They've been around since 1938. And the things that shippers do and, and traffic and bad drivers. None of those things have changed. They have all been around the whole time I've been in this industry and long before that. So when I list all the, the negatives, I'm not going to go through those. We all know what they are. We've decided to be in this industry. I get it. We're away from home. We miss our kids. All those things. But you knew that. You've known it. You signed up. This is the industry you're in. Let's talk about the negatives that have changed recently. I could really only come up with one And the more I look at it, the more I think I'm going to move it into the positive category. And here's what it is. It's ELDs. It's what everybody's talking about. People are willing to get out of the industry over this. I think that's a really bad move. But I will say, adios, sayonara, don't let the door hit you on the way out. If if that, and trust me, I, I say that somewhat sarcastically, but honestly, if you don't like those things, you should get out. We live in a free country. There's lots of other jobs you can go do, lots of opportunities. And I sincerely mean, if this is something you don't want in your business, then you really should go do something else. But if we look at it, what's the real downside of an ELD? Well, one, we are going to be held to stricter hours of service. I, you know, other than... The, those times when, you know, you really want to get home and it's going to stop you from that. You really need to get a load delivered. It, that can be worked around. It's going to happen once in a while. It happens now. Sometimes you're close to home, you get a flat tire, your truck breaks down. All kinds of things happen. But if we look at the positives, oh, and some people might say they just don't like to be tracked. Well, here's a news flash: If you want to be an owner-operator, especially with your own authority... But even if you're leased to a carrier, I've said this a thousand times, the secret to success in business, if you want to be really successful in business, you provide maximum value to your customer. See, being in business isn't about you. The money you get is about you. So if you're going to be in business and make all those sacrifices and do all that hard work, you want to be as profitable as you can. The way to be profitable is to provide maximum value to your customers. So whether it's a carrier or a broker or a direct shipper, guess what provides value for them? Guess what almost every one of them wants? They want to track the shipment. Just like when you order from Amazon or anywhere else and it's coming, UPS, FedEx, the mail, whoever, you want to track it. You want to know when it got shipped. You want to know where it is. You want to know when it's coming. All the customers want that. So if the government isn't going to track you, which honestly with ELDs, they're not really tracking you. There's no requirement to be, to be for anybody to be able to see where that truck is in real time. 
All they're asking is when they want to look at your records, they can track you. Well, they could do that with the logbook, too. You were just lying on that. Let's be honest. So the tracking issue I really don't get because if you want to provide value to your customers, it's huge in this industry right now. Customers want to know where freight is. That's not going away. They're going to want that more and more all the time. So not only should you be providing an ELD to your customers, they really want real-time tracking. They want to be able to pull up a screen on their computer and see where you are with their freight. If you don't like that, well, then you're probably not going to be able to provide maximum value to your customers and you're going to lose out on revenue. That's the thing about business. There's lots of things I have to do to keep my business profitable that I don't necessarily like. But I do love being in business and I love being profitable. So those are the sacrifices I make to keep my business profitable. But if you're in business, you get to choose. So one more positive about the ELD. I hated filling out a logbook. One of the worst things about my job. Might seem stupid. I just hated it. I don't like paperwork to begin with. So having a computer do it for me, that's a positive. Customers are going to want it anyway. Doesn't really change the hours of service. And maybe now. Here's some more positives about the ELD. Oh, and by the way, I talked yesterday about the fact that, you know, I was now for this. Let's get it over with. Let's look at the advantages. I had multiple people tell me they'd never listen to the show again. So if they're listening today, which I wouldn't be surprised, I'll give you another reason. I really am looking forward to the changes the ELDs might help us make forever. The shippers, the receivers, the docks, the brokers, the carriers, they have not done everything they can to keep freight moving because they know us, you and I, the people holding the steering wheel, will cheat the hours of service to get their freight there for them anyway. Those are the things we did, again, to keep our customers happy. I get that. I did it. Now, it's not going to happen. I think that's a positive. I used to have to cheat the hours of service to keep my customers happy because many of them expected it. It's one of the reasons I loved my contract at FedEx. We were never encouraged to cheat the hours of service, ever. We would be punished heavily if we did. But I've been in operations where that wasn't the case. You are absolutely expected, wink, wink, to cheat to get their freight there. That's going to go away. It's a huge positive. Stick around. We'll be right back. I've got plenty more. I'm Kevin Rutherford.
until California turns 40. And the Eagles are celebrating with their own limited edition Sirius XM channel. Welcome to the Hotel California. We got our own channel. How about that? I'm Don Henley. Here the Eagles perform at Nashville's Story Grand Ole Opry House for the first time ever. Plus rarities, influences, hosted shows from Don Henley and Joe Walsh and Vince Gill's guest DJ. Exclusively on Hotel California. The Eagles Channel, Sirius XM 30. At Select Quote, we know life insurance through work is a great perk. But do you even know how much your employer provides? Usually it's a year's salary, maybe two if you're lucky. So if you die, your family is taken care of for a couple years. Then what? How will they pay the mortgage? Send the kids to college? It's simple. If you have a family, you need more life insurance than you're getting at work. Experts recommend seven to ten times your annual income. SelectQuote can help you find just that, and it's more affordable than you think. SelectQuote can find a 35-year-old man in excellent health, a half-a-million-dollar policy for under $19 a month. Life insurance through work is not enough. Let SelectQuote help you cover the gap. Call 1-800-394-9006. That's 1-800-394-9006. Or get started at SelectQuote.com. 1-800-394-9006. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Attention business owners. What if I told you I could increase your sales 100%? How about 200%? Even 300%? Well, that's not a big claim. I've done it, and I can do it for you. My name's Grant Cardone, best-selling author of four business books. You've seen me on TV turning businesses around. I've been hired by the largest sales organizations on this planet, and I do one thing increase sales. So whether you sell over the phone, face-to-face, door-to-door, or over the internet, whether you sell a tangible or an intangible, I can help you increase your sales. Go to tiredofmissingsales.com. Tiredofmissingsales.com. No contracts, no commitments. Just go to tiredofmissingsales.com. I'll have one of my people reach out to you and set you up with access to the number one sales system in the world for free. Go to tiredofmissingsales.com. Do you have salespeople who can't close the sale, refuse to make those extra calls, never follow up, and never hit quota? Look, if you're tired of missing sales, go to tiredofmissingsales.com. Go to tiredofmissingsales.com. The backyard's looking great, Rob. Thanks, man. I was planning on adding a deck, too. Know any good contractors? Why don't you just ask HomeAdvisor? Home what? HomeAdvisor.com. You just tell them about your project and they match you with local pros that can do the job. Nice. Now, how much does it cost? Oh, HomeAdvisor's totally free to use. Plus, you can read customer reviews, check pricing, and book appointments for free. What's the website again? HomeAdvisor.com. Or just download the free HomeAdvisor app. HomeAdvisor. Landline Now, weekday, 7 p.m. East. Possibly the first news program ever dedicated to the truck driver. Landline Now with Mark Reddy. Exclusive. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. The topic or the question of the day, is it a good time to be an owner-operator or not? I think so. I think it might be. This might really turn out to be one of the best times I've seen in a very long time. So I said I was going to talk about the negatives. What's changed 
on the negative side in the last couple of years? Not much. Um, Maybe the ELDs, but I think that's going to turn out to be a positive. Here's the biggest positive of the ELDs, what it's doing to rates. It is Rates are going through the roof, and everybody is predicting they're going to continue to go that way. As long as the economy holds up, uh, this could just be really, really good timing. Uh, I certainly hope that one of these Hail Marys from the anti-ELD groups does not go through. If we're going to do this, let's do it right now. Everything is on our side to get real change. If we delay this two years and the economy slows down and other things change, could be a disaster. It's coming. The, the people that think if we get a delay, you can get the ELD stopped, not going to happen. If you got a delay, you might get hours of service changed, maybe. Too much of a gamble. Let's do the ELDs now when everything is on our side. So there's the, uh, there's the negatives, if that's what you want to call it. I don't see it as much of a negative anymore, but let's talk about the positives. Let's talk about all the good things that are going on in the industry right now and all the opportunities that are coming. Let's see. Where do I even start? Rates, I just talked about them. They're climbing. Don't see any end to that. Lots of freight. That looks like it's going to get better. And, of course, if rates are going up, that would mean there's more freight and less capacity. But more freight also means more opportunities more things to pick from. As an owner-operator, especially with your own authority, the opportunities are wide open. What do you want to pull? There's going to be an opportunity to go do it. I think that's a huge positive. It's now much easier to operate under your own authority for a lot of reasons, mostly due to technology. It's easier and easier to find freight, find customers, we have the, the digital brokers getting involved that are making it easier for the little guy to do business. Now, there, there's a double edge to that one. I'm a little wary that the digital brokers could be a race to the bottom on rates. But again, the timing is really good. We're not going to see a race to the bottom in an environment like this. But if freight slows down, the digital brokers and the technology could be a race to the bottom. You've got to make sure for you it's not. You use the digital technology to enhance relationships, not replace them. Use those digital brokers to help you find good customers and build relationships with them. Show your value. Use the new technology to provide value to shippers and customers that only big carriers could do a couple years ago. I think the technology, if used properly, could be a huge plus. Speaking of technology, what about uh, emissions? I don't think there's anybody in the country that has bad-mouthed the emission trucks more than I have. I started way back when, when we first got them. I've hammered them forever. I've told people, don't buy one of these. Do not buy one of these trucks. I've said many times I would never own one of these trucks if I had to go out and make money with it. But I've also said in the last two years, I even said 10 years ago, many of you will remember me saying this over the years many, many times. We will get through this. We did it with cars in the 70s. Emit cars today. Very, very low emissions. They're amazing pieces of engineering. 
They run forever. We hardly ever have to fix anything anymore. They don't break down. Trucks will be the same. I've been saying it for a long time. We finally turned the corner a couple years ago. It's not perfect. I still wouldn't own a truck between 04 and 14. I think there's too much risk. Not all of them are bad, but that's a lot of risk. Every year they get better. And every year they're going to continue to get better. Now we have that possibility of electric trucks. Tesla's truck, say what you want. I think it is an amazing piece of engineering. And if you've ever looked at a Tesla car, you would be amazed at how simple it is. Very, very few moving parts. Not to say they won't break down, although Elon Musk thinks he can guarantee that they won't break down for a million miles, but he's known to make statements like that. But electric technology is fairly new. We have 100 years with the internal combustion engine. We still have problems with it. Electric is going to be simple. We're close. So I'm excited about that. That could be a huge advantage. What else? There's there's so much. Um, Even autonomous technology, as it happens over time, you know, people say it's not going to happen for 20 years. It's happening today. We have autonomous technology on the road already. Now, will we still have drivers in 20 years? Of course we will. Maybe 30, maybe 40. I don't know. That's too far out for me to predict. In the near term, in the near future, and I'm talking a decade at least, there's going to be huge opportunities with autonomous vehicles. I I predict we will see routes get shorter. That's not a bad thing either. Because one of the other things we don't like is we're away from home a lot. I think that'll start to change. So even autonomous technology, which on the surface looks like it could be a huge negative for us, in the, in the short term, a decade at least, I think it's an opportunity waiting to happen. I don't see why everybody is so... And I say everybody. I realize a lot of people get it. They get, they're looking around, they're seeing the opportunities. I think it's a real time to be positive in this industry. Do I think I'm going to see a lot of positive in the industry from from the people in it? No. Only because I haven't seen it in 30 years. Been in this industry a long time. Many, many drivers were just as negative. And honestly, that's not just trucking. I think people tend to be negative. People in an industry, if they sometimes the longer they've been in it, the more negative they tend to become. So, I have more to say, but let's get to the phones and see what it is you want to talk about. We're off to Florida. Nick, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. Hey, buddy. What's on your mind uh, today? I want to talk to you about ELDs today. Uh, I'm man enough to tell you that I put on Facebook at one time a couple months ago that I would never speak to you. I would never <laughs> listen to your show again. And uh, the reason is, is you was pushing for it. But I, I don't got to realizing that and thinking of what you're saying, and I agree with you. Still to say is the ELDs, I still don't agree with them. I don't agree with the hours of service. That's the main thing. 
Yes. That I don't agree with. Yep. And let, I let, totally do not agree with. Let me interrupt Saying, you. For ju- me- I was in Chicago uh, this week with a load, and my 14 hours was up. It was 9 o'clock at night, and nowhere to park there where I picked up at. So I had to drive 51 miles. I broke the law. What do you do? Call 911, get your uh, uh, police escort out of there? Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I don't agree with the 14-hour deal. Uh, I'm not going to quit because of this. You know, something has to be done with, with this 14-hour rule. You know, I agree. I, and, I just don't agree with it. You know, and, and like I say, I'm man enough to say that I've listened to you, I think, since you've been on the radio. And... Uh, I'm gonna. I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm gonna keep listening to you. You know. What? Uh, I wasn't the one of the ones that went to Washington for all that truck driving your trucks around Washington. I didn't do that. You know. I didn't agree with that. But I just do not agree with the government mandating this for I'm, us. I'm right there and with you. Yes, it and has. It it has, Kevin, uh, affected my my bottom line because at this time of the year, I'm always. Always at two anywhere from two hundred and twenty-five thousand to two hundred and forty thousand, and you know where I'm at right now, one ninety-eight. It has affected my my money. There's no question. And I do not go yeah. in truck stops. Yeah. I do not go in truck stops right. and kill time and all this. Like that driver called yesterday. I, I don't do that. That's not me. Right. No, I, drive I, my I agree. Truck and I stay out. I stay out, Kevin. And I, it, it's affected my bottom line. I, look, I, I agree, and I was with you. It wasn't that long ago. When I first heard of ELDs, my initial knee-jerk reaction was not no, but hell no. I, so I was there too, and I had to really look hard at this. If I could set the rules, hours of service would be way different, and ELDs wouldn't be mandated, but I'd be one of the first people to tell my customers, if you want to track the load, you can track my truck. That's just part of providing good customer service. But I wish it could be me making the choice, not the government. I get that part, too. Right. But I also know, and part of this is because I have spent time inside some of the organizations that we like to think of as the bad guys, whether it's with law enforcement or the TCA or the... I don't even like the ATA because that's that's an organization for big carriers and I don't deal with big carriers. But I've spent enough time there to know in the last decade that this was coming. There was nothing we were going to do to stop this as much as we might hate it. So let me get to a break. We've got plenty more today. Stick around. If you can't get through and you want to comment... I've also got this topic up on Facebook. Hey, this is Jeff Foxworthy. Larry the Cable Guy here. Happy to bring you Jeff and Larry's Comedy Roundup. You'll hear all-American comedy that you love, backstage interviews with your favorite comedians. Me, Jeff Foxworthy. And a whole bunch of our friends. Did I mention me? Oh, crying out loud. Jeff and Larry's Comedy Roundup is on right now. Check it out. Sirius XM 97. Or listen on the Sirius XM app. You're going to love it. I promise you've got so many great photos 
This holiday season, turn them into museum-quality canvases at canvasworld.com. Canvasworld.com makes it easy to create custom canvas wall art at any size you like. They use a state-of-the-art, environmentally-friendly process for canvas prints that are higher quality than ever available before. Their prices are great, and their work is guaranteed for life. It's so simple. Just upload your photo, choose a size, and you're done. They'll even retouch your photo for free. Place your order today and save 35%. Plus, get free shipping when you enter promo code RADIO at checkout. Canvases from Canvas World are perfect for your home or office or for something truly special. Give a custom canvas as a gift this year. Sure to be loved by anyone on your list. Get big canvas prints at big savings at canvasworld.com. Save 35% and get free shipping when you enter promo code RADIO at checkout. Canvasworld.com, where photos become art. Some truck drivers prefer shorter routes. Some drivers prefer to go the distance. But more drivers prefer prepass. It's the hands-free, distraction-free solution to way station and tolling bypass that keeps qualified trucks on the move. In fact, prepass drivers are pulled in for inspection less than with any other service. Don't just take our word for it. Try prepass today and enjoy your first month of service free. Call 888-559-PASS and mention promo code ROADDOG. That's 888-559-PASS or visit prepass.com slash ROADDOG. Stay safe out there. Without professional drivers, our holiday season wouldn't be the same. We wouldn't have the food we eat or the gifts we give if professional drivers everywhere didn't deliver. I'm Derek Leathers, President and CEO of Warner Enterprises. On behalf of everyone at Warner, thank you drivers for your dedication and for your sacrificing time with your families to ensure the supplies that keep America moving are delivered safely. Please travel safely this holiday season, and if you're interested in joining our elite team, visit drivewarner.com. I'm meteorologist Ken Boone at the Weather Channel with an interstate weather update as we take a look at your east-west routes here heading through this Sunday night. Most of the country, very quiet weather. We do have some snow to talk about across the Great Lakes in the northeast. If you're traveling I-90, western New York, over into northeastern Ohio, we have lake effect snows here tonight. Lake effect snow warnings in place for parts of western New York. We have winter storm watches in place for parts of northeastern Ohio. The snow could be heavy at times as we head through the night tonight. Interstate 86 through western New York, scattered snow showers as we head through the night tonight. Interstate 90 and 94 heading through the overnight hours. Look for snow from western Wisconsin and through Minnesota. Interstate 20 as you travel across the southeast into the central U.S., a nice ride, quiet ride on 10 from coast to coast. I'm Ken Boone with custom weather for drivers twice an hour on the road dog, Sirius XM 146, and on the Sirius XM app for smartphones. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. The question of the day, is it a good time to be an owner-operator or not? I think it is. Let's, uh, let's head off to Minnesota and see what Matt thinks. Matt, welcome to the program. Oh, good afternoon, Kevin. What's on your mind today? Well, I'll start with wrapping up uh, my conversation from yesterday. and I got pretty lucky. They just hit a little baby deer. And, uh, you know, crack the plastic on the bumper, but no, no serious damage. Uh, the baby deer wasn't so um, lucky. Just, 
<laughs> no, it, it, it was dead on the side of the road. Yeah, DOA. <laughs> so, not so good for him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, just funny timing. I mean, right during the commercial break before you picked me up is when it happened. And, yeah, that is weird. Um, yeah. But uh, the owner-operator own authority, uh, everybody I've talked to in the last two years that have, you know, taken the plunge or, you know, all the different terms people use, you know, to get their own authority, everybody that's actually done it, their biggest response, you know, a couple months afterwards and they've gotten in swing of it and got it all figured out is, God, I wish I would have done this years ago. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Just not too many years ago. See, I did it many, many years yep. ago. I did it before we even had load boards. We had, um, I don't know if anybody realizes, DAT, DAT, the, the reason the company's named DAT is stood for dial truck Those were the monitors, yep. and even that was new technology back then, the TV monitors in truck stops and 87 pay phones, so you'd stand around in the truck stop watching the monitor and then try to get on a phone so you could call to get that load. Then you may have to drive over to the broker's office. You know, you had to try to deal with a broker that was someplace close and get paperwork or faxes, and and that was actually before fax machines or before they were, you know, fully in use. It used to be a major pain, or you would trip leash your equipment, and you'd have to get the magnetic signs and, and put those on the side of your truck. And finding freight back then was tough. I actually, When I worked as a broker, and this was really common, I rented a hotel room that was next to a truck stop. They, there were a lot of you know cheap hotels next to truck stops and they'd rent you a room and take all the furniture out of it for you and you'd move a desk in and that was your office as a freight broker that was really common for freight brokers to just work out of a hotel next to a truck stop so the technology has made it so much easier and so much better to have your own authority oh yeah and it's even like when you were saying about the digital broker thing and how in a downturn in the economy, it's probably going to be a bad thing. But even if you were completely against it, the whole digital tech uh, broker technology, yeah, what are you going to do to stop it? <laughs> exactly. That's a good point. You can stand around and <laughs> complain all you want. Billions, billions of dollars going into the other side of it. What? Yeah. How is anybody going to slow that down? You're not. It's not going away. So you better figure out how to work with yeah. it. And and that's why I, I will admit or I, I will look at the fact that it could be a race to the bottom. But even if it is, so what? We can't stop it. Figure out how to make it yeah. work for you. That That's what we have to do in business. We don't get to say, well, we don't like that, so we don't want that to happen. What we have to say is, it's happening. How am I going to make it work for me? Yeah, yeah, and so that's you know the whole ELD and all the questions and the rumors and all that drives me up a wall. Uh, the two callers yesterday, the one about having the paper copy printed out, and then the other comment about 
on a paper log, you need to have a carbon copy. That, yes, those were written in the laws, but that is the carbon copy that is only on a paper log. Right. That doesn't apply to a digital or paperless log, which we've had paperless logs for 20-some years now. Yeah. I don't remember the year, but, you know, Warner was the first big one. Yeah. And that, I got to say, was over 20 years ago. You know, um, I don't remember the I dates like to either, go but it's been a long time. These situations, not playing, oh, I didn't know any better, or, you know, I'm just a dumb truck driver. And when you're dealing with an inspection, I find much more um, conversation and building it on an intelligence level. Uh, and I certainly don't know everything, you know, sometimes. You get stopped, and they tell you, oh, you're doing this wrong, and instead of saying, oh, well, you know, nobody ever told me that, or how was I supposed to know that? It's not yeah. my fault. Right. Saying as well, this is the way I understood the law, and you, can you explain it to me how it's different? And, you know, I can pull up nowadays on Google right there on the phone, stand on the side of the truck, and show where, you know, this is what I read, and this is the way I interpreted it. You know, and and what you just said was just a simple change in wording, but it changes the entire transaction. And, you know, Mark was the caller yesterday with the the paper back up in Oregon. I don't doubt for a second that's exactly what happened to him. I think he told the story exactly how it happened, and it's going to happen more. The reason I kind of made a big deal about it was the fact that I hear these conversations happen, I know they're coming, and it gets repeated to the point that it becomes the truth in everybody's mind. And even on this channel, I mean, there are other hosts that, that you know, they're, they're doing a news show or, you know, their background may not be trucking. It's a little harder for them to challenge people sometimes on the air. This is what I do. I've been in trucking my whole life. I am third generation. So so when I hear those kind of conversations, I will challenge them. And, and not I wasn't necessarily challenging Mark. I was challenging the fact that, you know, I didn't think that was true. I wanted to verify because uh, compliance makes me crazy anyway. So I knew if we put it out there, somebody would call. They would correct me. You did. Dale did. So... So we know what the truth is. Now, that doesn't mean there aren't going to be a lot of, uh, you know, inspectors out there that get it wrong, too. They're human. They don't want this. They don't like change any more than we do. So it's going to happen. But I think in reality, what's going to happen with ELDs, hours of service are going to be a much smaller issue than they ever used to be. You know, maybe we'll get changed, maybe we won't, even if we don't. The whole industry is going to have to adapt to it. Right now, you get pulled in with a paper log. What's the one thing you worry about most in an inspection? You know, if you're fairly mechanical and you keep your truck in good shape, they could always gig you if they want to, but most guys won't. If You have a pretty decent truck. So I never used to worry much about mechanical stuff. My logbook, I was always sweating bullets. I didn't want them looking at it, and I didn't want them digging any further. And they knew they could get you if they really wanted to on your logbook if they looked hard enough. 
even on stuff you weren't intentionally cheating on, just little technicalities. Just stupid stuff, right, because um, I hated my logbook. Yeah. So <laughs> even when I wasn't cheating, my logbook was always behind three or four days. So I would sweat bullets just because I was too lazy to do my logbook like I should have. That stuff goes away. Yep. That that will no longer be much of an issue. Yeah. Well, you say I would try to be prepared and have the intelligent conversation. You know, you hear rumors out here, and anytime I hear a new one, you know, my response is, "Well, I don't know." You know, I've yeah never seen that in writing, and I'll go dig through the FMCSA's website and look for that specific topic and then interpret the way it's worded in my own mind. And that's, I've never worried, you know, so if something ever did happen at a scale and I got a ticket for something that I interpreted differently, I wouldn't be afraid. It's the same as, you know, you with the IRS, you know, you'll push the limit on certain things because you interpret it a certain way. Right. That officer wrote me a ticket for one thing. I would, you know, screenshot what I read on the FMCSA website and uh, take it to court. Yeah. I've never had to have that happen, but I wouldn't be afraid to. Yeah. Well, and just like Mark called yesterday to tell us what was going on in Oregon, I want to encourage people to call with those things. Let's get them out here. Let's talk about them, but let's not let them become myth and legend and lore and people start believing it. You know, let, let's talk about what's happening, but then let's try to get to the truth. And I think we did that yesterday, and we'll continue to do that. So, Matt, as always, thanks. I've got to get to a break. We've got lots more coming. Give me a call. Tell me what's on your mind today, 8888-ROAD-DOG, or join the conversation on Facebook. We'll be right back. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Network Radio and Mad Dog Sports Radio broadcast from baseball's winter meetings at the happiest place on earth, the Walt Disney World Resort. Yo ho, yo ho, a general manager's life for me. Hear interviews with managers and executives. You want to sign a picture? Coverage of baseball's winter meetings is on now on MLB Network Radio, Sirius 209 XM 89, and Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM 82. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is me, Darius Rucker. Being here on PGA Tour Radio and hailing from South Carolina, I have to talk about some of the great golf that the Palmetto State provides. Myrtle Beach. Many call it a golfer's paradise, but there's a reason they call themselves the golf capital of the world. We've hosted the Hootie and the Bullfish Monday after the Masters Celebrity Program there for over 20 years and raised millions of dollars for children's education programs and junior golf programs in South Carolina. There's a reason we chose Myrtle Beach for man, as it's the one place with so much to offer for every golfer and the best golf vacation out there. Myrtle Beach has something for 
every type of golfer and every type of golf vacation. From luxurious to affordable. From super challenging to super chill. There's over 80 courses and it's the only place I've found that offers the best variety and availability of premier golf courses in one place. We've hosted our charity program for years at the Barefoot Resort in North Myrtle Beach, which has four courses, each designed by the likes of Pete Dye, Tom Fazio, Greg Norman, and my boy Davis Love III. So yeah, you won't be let down with any golf here in Myrtle Beach. Courses are offering amazing multi-round golf packages. Visit MyrtleBeachGolfHoliday.com. Coin collectors. In 1986, President Ronald Reagan signed into law the American Gold Eagle $50 coin as a mint store of wealth. Today, the Westminster Mint has the 2017 $50 American Gold Eagle coin minted in one ounce of pure solid gold for just $12.90. This beautiful $50 gold coin is the 225th anniversary of the series and is certified in perfect mint state 70 condition by PCGS. Coins are graded on a 70-point scale with 70 being absolute perfection. These limited edition $50 American Gold Eagles are minted from one ounce of pure solid gold and are guaranteed for weight and purity by the U.S. government. If you want the American Eagle $50 gold coin at the absolute lowest price, call the Westminster Mint today at 800-647-0773, 800-647-0773. We also offer fast insured delivery and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-647-0773. Good things come to those who wait, said no one who ever attended Drexel University. To those who wait, the world says, move or move aside, which is what Drexel students say to anyone who dares hold them back. Drexel students won't spend their entire education sitting in a classroom. They're wired for a world where new algorithms, art forms, and industries are emerging every day. Drexel gives their fire a place to burn at real jobs, in real professions, before they graduate. Because ambition can't wait. Free yours at drexel.edu slash ambition can't wait. Freewheeling with Meredith Oaks and Chris G. We do good work here most days. Everything in moderation. What a concept. Weekdays, 11 a.m. East on Road... Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. Jump in. Give your opinion. Tell me what you're thinking. If you can't get through, you can always join the conversation on Facebook. If you haven't downloaded our app yet, do it. It's free. Why wouldn't you? We have an app for both Android and iOS. Does one thing, does it really well. Let you listen to the show whenever you want. You can listen live. If you had the app, you could be listening to me live on the app right now. You can listen when we do our recordings. You can listen to all of our past shows. We've loaded shows into the app all the way back to 2010. So whether it's um, questions, whether it's the Power Hour, Destination Health, you name it, it's on the app. It's going to continue to get better. In the future, we'll be adding our other shows like Rolling Toe, Rates and Lanes, all of those shows are going to make it to the app. They're not there yet. This is our first version. We should have some big changes coming to make it even better real soon. Head on over. Now, let me, don't even go to your store. I, I just tried this a couple minutes ago. It works really well. Just use Google. Search Audio Road app. Audio Road, one word, no space. A-U-D-I-O-R-O-A-D, no space. Search it in Google. 
The top two hits will be Android and iOS. You can go right to your app store and get it. Download it. It's free. You get to listen whenever you want. Let's get to some phone calls. Let's go to South Carolina. Charlie, welcome to the program. How are you doing today, Kevin? Good. What's on your mind? Well, I'm doing my getting ready to do my end of year on my proper gauges. Oh, good. Congratulations. I had a engine repair done in November, which I'm making weekly payments on it. It's probably going to carry through to next year. If I put it in as a weekly payment, would that be sufficient for taxes instead of putting the whole amount in on this year? Um, You may want to do this twice, and here's why. Um, You get to deduct the entire cost this year. Even though you haven't paid for it all yet, you get to deduct it all, and you should deduct it all. Unless you had some horrible year and you really just don't need the write-offs, which I kind of doubt. We almost always want to get our tax write-offs as soon as we can. So you may want to put the whole amount in and then finish out the year, print out your tax report, and then you could go back and change it. You know, a lot of accounting programs, once the year's over, you can't make any changes. In ours, you can. Um, And then you could go back and show it as you're paying it. Um, You've got to be a little careful with that because you don't want to deduct the cost again next year. So you've got to kind of play around with this. But I, I would, let me think how I would do this. Um, yeah, you're just going to have to make a note of this. Stick it in your tax file somewhere so you don't forget it and don't you don't end up taking it twice. But you're going to be able to deduct the whole thing this year. So you're just going to want to remember that. And however you want to account for it, that's up to you. Okay, yeah, because I had the engine repair plus the clutch and the transmission replacement. Yeah, and you, you, uh, want, you want to take all of that deduction this year, especially... This is really important right now. In this, I'm glad you brought this up, by the way. We are 99% sure we're going to get this big tax cut. I, I am keeping my fingers crossed. We get closer every day. But here's the thing. I, and we're doing it in our business. I mean, I, I'm trying to spend money this year because the deduction this year is going to be worth more than it is next year. Because if they cut our rates, if they cut all these taxes, our deduction doesn't get us as much next year. So I'm looking to spend money this year. Even if I have to borrow a little money to spend money this year, I probably will. Because I want the bigger deduction now. If I know I'm going to need it in the first quarter of next year, I'm buying it now. Stocking up on supplies I'm looking at equipment purchases I might want next year, and I'm going to move them into this year to get the bigger tax deductions. Tax cuts are great. I'd love them. But that also means our deductions are worth less. Okay. Because, I mean, they're pretty much all is going to be paid back by the end of the year. That might only be like two, two weeks payments left on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just uh, either way, um, that's the beauty. Even if we charge things on a credit card on December 31st and never make a payment on them, we still get to deduct them in this year. 
Okay. Okay. Well, I was just, I mean, I'm putting it in as right now is what they're taking out weekly. Okay. That's on the profit gauges, and then I'll see what, what's left at the end of the year on the last settlement of the year, and I'll probably just go ahead and add it as paying it off. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be good. That and way it'll all be on this year. Yeah, and, and it's not a big enough number that it's really going to skew your numbers anyway. So I, I would just get it all entered in this year and be done with it. Okay. Well, that's what I wanted to find out. All right. Well, congratulations on staying current, getting your numbers. That was my topic yesterday, how important that is this year. It's really important to have your numbers right now. We're going through all these changes. There's so many opportunities. We have the tax law changes coming. So it's important for your business. It's important for your taxes. Get your numbers caught up. If you don't have an accounting system, get one. We have one, and it's free for 30 days. And we have opened up the program for the whole year. So you could go sign up for a free 30-day trial right now. What is the date today, by the way? It is uh, December 10th. So that means if you signed up today, your account is good till January 10th, which means you get to do the entire year of 2017 in our program, and you wouldn't have to pay us a penny. And occasionally we get people who do that at the end of the year, and they get the whole year free. That's okay. Most people, by far, most people, once you see our program, you'll keep it. We know that. That's why we do this. Uh, We want you to have a good accounting system. And now it's more important than ever. So head on over to Let'sTruck.com. Sign up for your Profit Gages free trial. Or if you don't want to do your accounting, you can call us. We'll do it for you. We'll give you envelopes or prepaid, pre-addressed. Don't have to mess around with postage or the mail or post office. You can drop them off anywhere. They'll come back to us. Doesn't cost you anything. We'll do all of your accounting for you. You'll have access to all of your reports online. So, And while you're at Let's Truck, remember all the dollars you spend before December 31st are going to be worth more as a tax deduction than they will next year. Again, I love these tax cuts coming. But it also means that our tax deductions will be worth less next year because our taxes will be lower. So I'm, as a business, I'm looking at all of the first quarter of next year saying, what kind of things will I be spending money on for business? What kind of supplies can I stock up on? What kind of equipment can I buy? Like I said, even if I put it on a credit card, borrow a little money, Um, that's just a good business decision. You're going to need it anyway. We might as well get the bigger tax deduction. Because, again, I'm 99% sure we're going to get these tax breaks, and they're big. Let me me get to – I'm going to start on a call here. We'll carry it through the break. Bill in Nebraska, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin, thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. Hey, what can I help just, you with? Uh, my take on your question um, is now a good time to be an owner operator. Yes. My question is, or statement is, if you have to ask, the answer is no. <laughs> that's a good point. That's, but that's a take on my granddad's thing of, 
if you have to ask, you can't afford it. it well, that, that's a good point. You're right. If if you're well, I you know why I ask it because I have a radio show and that's my topic for the day. I clearly know the answer to it. Um, but you're right. If you're looking around wondering whether or not it is, you haven't been paying attention. Correct. Um, but to get to my real question, uh, I believe Lisa pulled up my NutriCube that you've already looked at once before. Okay. Uh, you gave me two probable diagnoses. All right. Leaky gut and I believe you said SIBO. SIBO, yes. What is that? I mean, is that a name, acronym, abbreviation? It's, a, it's an acronym. Good question. S-I-B-O. I always pronounced it SIBO until I had a doctor on my show who corrected me. It's SIBO. And it stands for Small Intestinal Bacterial Overgrowth. So here's what happens. You know, all the rage these days, we're, we're talking about, you know, good gut bacteria or even bad gut bacteria. But we've been talking a lot about gut bacteria. It's the biggest thing in medicine today. It's new. We're still learning a lot about it. But it doesn't belong in the small intestine, and that's where it causes problems. We'll talk about that more right after this. Stick around. We've got lots more coming. Trucks, health, money, taxes, you name it. It's your show. We'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. After Dave Nemo, hitch a ride with Meredith Oaks and Chris T. On Freewheeling. It's an opportunity to get on the air and share the open road. There are a lot of people out there who appreciate what you do and how hard you work. From long hauls to local loads, they're talking everything. It's a social media platform that you actually utilize. Join the conversation with Meredith Oaks and Chris T. On Freewheeling. We're here with you. You're here with us. Weekdays, 11 a.m. East. Road Dog Trucking Radio. Share it with the people you love. And the SiriusXM app. The road to success is waiting for you at Landstar, the leading company for owner-operators for more than 20 years. At Landstar, it's always your truck and your choice of the loads you want to haul, and the decisions on where to run is up to you. Landstar also offers unparalleled team support and benefits, including percentage pay, fuel and tire discounts, appreciation days, and more. Keep moving forward on the road to success with Landstar. Visit them online at leasetolandstar.com. Ow, ow. Yep, you guessed it. I'm a speed bump, so I've got one job. I slow you down. So imagine how I feel about Geico, who does way more. Like, not only could they save you money on car insurance, but they've been around for over 75 years, giving people fast and friendly claim service. Ow, ow. Plus, they got a nifty mobile app that gives you 24-7 access. Ow, ow. Just doing my job, buddy. Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. In clinical trials, Prevagen has been shown to improve short-term memory. Prevagen, the name to remember. Now available in stores everywhere. Statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to treat, cure, or prevent any disease. 
Sirius XM has a lot of places dedicated to talking about pro sports. But when you want to talk about the college game, it's nice to know you can go off campus with me, Mark Packer. We let you celebrate after a big win and drown your sorrows after your school falls short. Now interview the biggest names in the game. College sports always comes first when you go off campus with me, Mark Packer. Weekdays at 4 Eastern, ESPNU Radio, Sirius XM 84, and on the Sirius XM app. I'm meteorologist Ken Boone here at the Weather Channel with an interstate weather update as we take a look at your north-south routes here heading through this Sunday night. Much of the country rather quiet. Not a whole lot showing up on our radar here tonight. We do have some snow across parts of the Great Lakes in the northeast. Later tonight, as another frontal system starts to organize across the northern plains, we will start to see some snow develop there. I-79, northeastern Pennsylvania, periods of snow tonight. Interstate 75 in northern lower Michigan, scattered snow showers. I-95 through New England, some scattered snow showers possible tonight. Interstate 35 overnight from northern Iowa all the way up through Minnesota, snow, and it could be heavy at times across parts of central and northern Minnesota. The southern half of I-35 tonight should be a quiet ride. Interstate 95 from the Mid-Atlantic down to Florida should be a quiet ride and a nice ride on 5 out west. I'm Ken Boone with Custom Weather for Drivers Twice an Hour on the Road Dog, Sirius XM 146, and on the Sirius XM app, Smart. Your money, your taxes, your truck, and your road to success in the trucking industry. Now, now, back to trucking business and beyond. The show that puts the money where it belongs. Back in your pocket. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. I was talking with Bill in Nebraska. So, Bill, you know, gut bacteria is the big thing. We're learning how important it is. It, it, it's just really, really a big issue. And we could have good gut bacteria. We could have bad gut bacteria. We all have a little of both. We want it to be better. But whether it's good or bad, we want it in the large intestine. That's where it belongs. If it finds its way up into the small intestine, which tends to happen when you have leaky gut, the the two tend to go hand in hand. If that bacteria gets up into the small intestine, that's not a good thing. And looking at your chart, it looks like that's what's going on, and we want to get rid of it. So the the medical community... The medical community actually recognizes SIBO. You know, they don't recognize a lot of... The medical community barely recognizes leaky gut, even though we know it it exists and causes problems. But they do recognize SIBO. The problem is their answer is antibiotics because antibiotics will will kill that bacteria (laughs) in your small intestine, but it also kills it everywhere else. And what we find is that if you kill it with antibiotics, the odds of, of it coming back are very, very high. So the doctor that I had on my show, he's a medical doctor. He's a gastroenterologist. He realized that every time he would treat it with antibiotics, it would just come back. And he created a product called Atrontil that's a natural herbal product that will kill the, the bacteria in the small intestine by starving it out. So it won't harm the good bacteria in our large intestine where we want it. And by starving it out, it won't come back as well. Um, and that product is actually part of our leaky gut kit in the store because we know those two go hand in hand. Yeah, 
Okay. Well, just out of curiosity, I'm hearing this term basically for the first time. What does it actually mean to me? I mean, do I have mild symptoms? Do I have severe symptoms? Uh, I would I mean, have. What to, am I looking at? I would have to go deeper into your chart. We would have to go look at why you scored so high on small intestine. I mean, you're, you're kind of off the chart on small intestine. Um, and along with the other things we looked up, the leaky gut, I don't remember the details behind the chart. Most of the time, what you're going to see with uh, SIBO is when you eat, you get that kind of over full bloated feeling. You might belch a lot, um, a lot of uh, kind of gas and bloating in the upper stomach. That's normally the okay. outward symptom. So... If you check, I always any, thought I was a high volume eater. See, everybody thought that. You know, once you cure these things and you fix your digestion, it's amazing. I, I can sit down and I don't eat a lot because I don't need to anymore. Um, but sometimes when a meal's really, really good, I just had one of these the other night. It was so good I didn't want to stop, um, and I way overate. But it's surprising how I just wasn't that uncomfortable. Even though I knew I ate way more than I should have, um, it wasn't nearly like it used to be. So it, it sounds to me, um, we have some clear signs you have leaky gut on here, and it, there's a pretty high chance you've also got SIBO. Okay. Okay. Uh, is there any chance there's a way I can get this uh, email to me so I can go research it on my own? Yep, absolutely. Let me... Uh, let me put you back on hold. I'll have Lisa pick back up, and we will get that over to you. Let's um, let's go to Louisiana. Mike, welcome to the program. Good afternoon, young man. What's on your mind today? I'm, I tell you what, man, I'm pretty excited. Um, it was funny. I was home last week for a couple of days, and of course, I've got a bunch of the old cronies and that are on that bandwagon, you know, I'm selling my truck, I'm not going to do the ELD thing, it's all a big conspiracy, you know, to hurt the small owner-operator. Right. And just out of curiosity, I picked up the phone and called an old customer I used to triplace to. Okay. As a, you know, as an independent. Yeah. And talked to him for about 10 minutes, the first words out of his mouth were, when can you get your authority, when can you be back, and what is your rate going to be? <laughs> I'm not surprised. And I'm like, wait a minute, that's not that's not the way it works. And I was supposed to beg you for rate information and cry about it. And he laughed. He said, "Not anymore, brother. Not anymore." <laughs> that's right. You know, it. Uh, you know, the whole it's going to kill the small owner operator thing. I, I don't get that. I, I don't understand where that logic comes from. Because for one. As a small owner-operator, I can make this work much, much better than a large mega carrier who has to depend on students to move their freight. Students who don't know how to exactly. students who don't know how to manage their time well, who don't know how to I mean, most of those students are holding on for dear life, hoping they can get the truck down the road without crashing. That's their biggest concern. They're not thinking about customer exactly. service, time management, none of those things. So if anything, and I know people think, oh, it was the big carriers that pushed for this in the ATA. Yeah, they did for other reasons. 
Um, but as a small owner-operator, we should be able to run circles around them on the ELD issue. Well, you know, and the thing that killed me was I thought, come on, guys, you've been in this business as long as I have, over 30 years. You know, what is the one constant that has always been with the hours of service? The FMCSA themselves build in basically cheat sheets. Right. You know, you can do this in five minutes. You can do this in 20 minutes. Uh, you can go ahead and log off duty for this and log off duty for that when you know it's technically not correct. Right. You know, and it's like, you know, we, when have we all not agreed that there's a big difference between a legal log and log falsification. Yes, exactly. You know, I mean, yeah. a violation is violation. Big deal. Right. You know, it, uh, I've done it with one of the big carriers. I had I had 26 of them in a 90-day period. Violations, but legal logs. And uh, you know what the, 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 the care for it was? They brought me in, spent two hours discussing it with me. <laughs> okay, right. let's right. go back to work. Right. You know? Right. And, and again... I my customer. And again... The entire industry has been built around the fact that you and I as drivers will do whatever we have to do to get the freight there. And that wasn't a good thing for any of us. It wasn't. So that's Never gonna, was. Yeah, that's going to go away. And, and again, I don't think the timing could have been better. Oh, I think so, too. 20 years ago, Kevin, that was my motto. I may not get it there when you want it, but I'll get it there within two hours before after I tell you it'll be there. Right. And it'll get there safely. And, you know, I, I'd much rather Safe be... Safe and legal. I, I'd much rather be allowed to use common sense to know when I should drive and when I shouldn't, but that's never going to happen. It's just not. I mean, it's not. And let's face it, this industry has been based on adapting, overcoming, and conquering for 50 years now. And this is going to be no different. Yeah, it, it, it's not. And here's the other thing, and I, I, I opened the show with this, that, you know, I was addressing owner-operators today, and primarily owner-operators with their own authority, but even least, you still have lots of options. The, the one group that this would be a totally different conversation would be drivers. Because drivers don't have oh, yeah. the same incentives in, in today's world. They don't have the kind of control. I, I, I don't have all the answers for, for drivers today. I, I, I see the industry changing in ways that maybe aren't so great. Although, if, if, if somebody wants to be an employee driver and they look at this, pay is going up already. And they aren't forced, you know, they won't be forced anymore under ELDs to wink, wink, Make get the freight there no matter what. And, you know, when a driver's forced to get it there, he doesn't have nearly as much incentive to do that as an owner-operator does. We're servicing our customers. We are the ones that make the profit by doing it. The driver still just gets his standard mileage rate. They, they're the ones that should be happy about the ELDs, really. Exactly, exactly. But I'll tell you what, the biggest thing I need from you is I need to get some education. I've never done my own authority before in all these years. Okay. What do you need Where to do? Where do I go in the store to start getting this information about how what the best process is to go through to do this? We don't have it done yet. We, we've really just started down that road. That's what I was doing all last week. Um, I am partnering with truckstop.com. 
to put together an online okay. course, all the tools, everything you need to just walk right through this process. Um, it's one of those things that all of the information you need is on the Internet. Really, if you just Google, how do I get my own authority? It'll give you the right, steps. Right. You got to kind of jump around back and forth. And we want to make that process a lot more seamless. Uh, we're just not there yet. Uh, but our goal is to have it done by the first quarter of next year. It's a pretty big process. We just started the filming and putting the courses together. We're going to continue working on that. So stay tuned. Or you can always call me and ask me, and I'll help you along the way as we go right here on the air. I've got to get to a break. Stick around. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rothbard. Holiday season is here, and you're invited to sing along to the holiday hits on Sirius XM Holly, Channel 70. Santa Claus is coming to town. Or swing along to the timeless sounds of Christmas past on Holiday Traditions, now on Spotlight Channel 4. And tell your friends and family that they're invited too. For more info on all our holiday channels, go to SiriusXM.com slash holiday. This is Ton Ostegard, Chairman and CEO of Creek Carrier, Schaefer Trucking, and Hunt Transportation. As professional drivers, you are the backbone of this economy and certainly the backbone of our companies. And we believe you deserve more. That's why we've decided on a pay raise effective January 1st, 2018. In addition, we offer industry-leading benefit package because your health and the health of your family is extremely important. Get more out of your career. Visit us online at creekcarrier.com. Take care and drive safely message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Brandon Burchard. I have a tough but honest question for you. Have you noticed some people achieving way more than you and it really bothers you? Why are some people getting ahead while you feel like you're fighting so hard? You're good. So what's the difference between achievers and high performers? Well, I've got six reasons and a quiz for you. Text the word change to 642-642 right now and get a copy of my new book, High Performance Habits, and I'll give you a free $97 assessment. You'll get six scores that pinpoint why you struggle and exactly which new habits you should adopt right now. I spent 20 years studying high performers. My new book, High Performance Habits, reveals the difference between doing okay and living an extraordinary life. Text CHANGE to 642-642 to get my new book and take the free $97 performance assessment. High Performance Habits. That's my new book. You'll love it. New Habits, New You. That's C-H-A-N-G-E to 642-642. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, this may be the last time you ever have to think about hair loss. Because I'm telling you, Bosley is the real deal. They're giving men their hair back permanently. They're real hair. All it takes to get started on the hair gain train is a single text message. You'll get an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card when you text KIT66 to 85850. Check them out now. Bosley will show you for free how great your hair could look. Dude, this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're America's number one hair restoration expert. Ahead of the curve with the latest technology. And the best part, Bosley's solution is permanent. You're going to love what they'll do for your hair. So drop what you're doing long enough to send a text. 
Get your free information kit and gift card for $250 off by texting KIT66 to 85850. Don't forget, that's KIT66 to 85850. Road Dog Truck and Radio. 18 wheels. That's how we roll. Serious XM. Back up, Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. Anything goes. The question of the day, though, is it a good time or not to be an owner operator? I think it is. Let's talk to uh, Russ in Wisconsin. Welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. How are you doing today? Good. What can I help you with? Uh, I've got some questions for you about glider kits and the rules out there. Okay. I cannot find anything on the FMCSA website or in their wording are, now I've heard different stories, like 99 and older trucks that are exempt and newer trucks that are gliders with a 99 or older engine, are they exempt for two years only or are those permanently exempt? Um, I've heard stories that in in two years everybody's going under the law or other people tell me, no, once they're exempt, they're exempt. So, again, when it comes to compliance, I'll always start out by saying, unless somebody can show me different, and and many times they can, but the way I understand it right now, that there's no twilight to that exemption. I know a lot of people are saying that, but I I almost think they're confusing it with some of the other things that are going to happen in two years. Here's the thing. Now, I've always said... Be careful of this 99 exemption, because I'm not even sure why it exists. I I don't know what they were thinking. At first, I thought, oh, well, that makes sense, because the ECM doesn't put out all the information we need for the ELD. That's just not true, though. We could put an ELD that would meet all the requirements on a mechanical engine. All we need to know is that the truck's moving. That, That could be done with GPS. Yep. Yep. So I, I don't think there's anything in the rule that that is going to change that right now. I don't think it's written in there right now. But I would also be very careful that they could change that at any minute because I, I really yeah. don't. Now, here's the other thing. You know, people used to say when they, you know, how they've they've actually kind of clamped down on gliders and, you know, they're trying to make them go away. Trump's turning that around. But people were worried if they bought a glider, the glider wasn't even going to be legal on the road. That's never going to happen. Yeah. They're never going to say nationwide, you can't have a glider, you can't have an older truck. This is a little different. This, if I go out and spend $150,000 on a glider, my only real risk is that I'll have to start using an ELD. Well, so what? Everybody else is anyway. So I, I don't see yeah. a big risk, but I wouldn't be surprised if that law changes. I, I don't think that there's anything in writing right now with a two-year limit or any of those things, but I wouldn't okay. be surprised at some point 
somebody's going to wake up and say, hey, wait a minute, why did we ever exempt those trucks anyway? We could easily create a device that works. Yes, yes. Um, one other question. On, now I'm, this week I'm going to look at a couple used gliders that are 2012s, 2013s that okay. have the 12.7 Detroits in them. And I was wondering, from the serial number off the motor, can you determine how do you determine what year the engine is? Uh, call. They may tell me, "Oh, yeah, this is a '98 engine." Well, how do I verify that? Uh, the numbers. I, I believe you should be able to call any dealer, and they have the ability to look it up. Okay. Does that have anything to do with the X and the Y that's on the uh, serial number? Uh, that's another I... thing somebody told me. If there's an X in the serial number, it's '99 or older engine. If it's Y, it was. It was built in 2000 and newer. See, yeah, you know what? I don't know. I would be surprised if it's that easy because I think each engine manufacturer does their own thing. I could be wrong on that, though. This isn't something I've ever really looked into. Um, that's a good question for the Tuesday show, the Power Hour. Those guys are up on all the okay. engine serial numbers and all those. Uh, I, I'm not sure about that. But it, it seems like that's almost too easy because it, it seems to me, unless that, that could be some sort of a requirement that one of the digits in a serial number designates that. But each engine manufacturer has all kinds of crazy ways they do their serial numbers. Yeah. Okay. I will give the number. So just call a Kenworth dealer and they'll be able to verify what year that engine was. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate your help. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Let's head off to Illinois. Randy, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. How you doing today? Good. What can I help you with? Uh, I'll keep from getting wordy, unless you want me to. But seeing how you've dealt with more people than what I have, the quick question is, is how do you deal with people that you try to help them to not make a mistake, but they're bullheaded, and they just want to go ahead and make that mistake anyway. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> since that makes any sense. It does, absolutely. <laughs> and si since you stuck to the short version of, of the question, I'm going to give you the really short version of the answer, and that is you don't. <laughs> you, you okay. I, I, I decided uh, a very, very long time ago. Um, way, way back when I was a brand new owner operator, started learning some things about taxes and, and it's just my nature. When I learn something new, I want to share it with people. So I was all excited. I wanted to run out. I wanted to help everybody. And I learned really, really quick. You never try to give advice to somebody that didn't ask for it. It's why I have a radio show because I love giving advice and helping people, but it's really, really clear for me. If you call the show, you're asking for the advice. That's why I love doing this. But you would, I, I just right. don't give advice to people that don't ask. Oh, that's the thing, too. He calls me and asks me. He'll ask me about maintenance okay. on the truck. That's no uh, problem. Everything uh, I've learned, I feed to him. He tries it. You know, that's great. You know, Okay, so if, other examples, things like that. He'll call me and ask me. Okay, so if he asks and you answer and he takes it, great, because then you're helping him. If he asks right. and you answer and then he doesn't want to take that advice or he just wants to argue with you, 
Here's a line. Tell him to stop being an asshole. That's what we call those people. We have a name for them. We call them assholes. Stop asking me a question if you're just going like to fight with me. Yeah, stop asking me the question if you're just going to fight with me about it. Yeah. He just he he just wants to carry through and buy his own truck and he sees me I've owned my own truck for like 8 years there's an age difference I'm like four, trying to help him along but the one thing he's got that I never had was a wife and four kids with the youngest one being 1 month and the oldest one being about 5 That's it that's and it And I'm like I'm just Yeah ugh. You know, it, it's it's certainly not impossible. I mean, it's a lot easier to do certain things when we're the only ones we're responsible for. But, um, you know, I, I started as an owner-operator at 22. I had never been a company driver. I did have a young family. It was a lot of risk. It, it, can, it can work. But I was also wide open to ideas. Um, and I think that's what helped me succeed. It certainly wasn't my experience back then because I didn't have any business experience. Well, I had a little. I had already opened a gym. So, but I, but I was I was willing to listen and I was willing to learn. And I think that's a, a really big thing. But if 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 he's not willing to learn, um, you're just going to frustrate yourself if you keep trying. So the the best advice I can give you, since you asked me for advice is to to be open and to to be ready if he asks a question but if he asks a question and you start answering all he wants to do is is fight and argue about it then you know change the subject and talk about nascar or football i don't know (laughs) well i appreciate it kevin i I figured I'd, I don't know, maybe I was doing something wrong, I don't know, but it's like, well, I know you, in your career, have dealt with more people than what I have. I usually don't try to help in this situation, but this kid struck a nerve to me, because I see a lot of myself and him at this age, just right. getting out of the Army and everything. Yeah. And he he really did good. He's 27 and already owns his own house. That's so awesome. Yeah. He's got some, Yeah. Yeah, so consumption, but with all that responsibility, I just am afraid to just say, "Yeah, go ahead and do it." Well, and that's good, you know, because you're you're and he you're probably getting through to him anyway. So even if he doesn't listen to everything you say, you're that little voice in the back of his mind. You know, you're the we've got the devil on one shoulder and the angel on the other, and we're trying to make a decision. Even if it doesn't seem like he's listening, as long as you keep delivering it without being really judgmental and just going to say, you know, well, here's, I I think you're still going to have an impact on him. He may go out and do this and he may crash and burn. Here's the the good news in this industry where, where he is today. Even if he totally screwed this up, it's not like he's going to end up homeless He's going to end up with a couple dings on his credit, and he's going to go get a job driving a truck and pay the bills like he does now. Yep. I appreciate it, Kevin. I hear the music, so... You're welcome. Thanks for taking my question, and have a good weekend, and Merry Christmas. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you as well. Thanks for helping people. It's not always easy, though. Stick around. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rutherford.
1047 is your guide to the commodities markets, ag news and trade, with expert analysis protecting your investment. Fishing, hunting, conservation, rural lifestyle is the outdoor lifestyle on Rural Radio 147. Professional bull riding, rodeos, highlights, and live action from across North America. The number one source for Western sports, Rural Radio 147. Whether it's Western sports, hunting, and fishing, or the latest in ag markets, Rural Radio 147 will take you there. Rural Radio 147, or listen on your phone with the Sirius XM app. Professional truck drivers and warehouse workers, Schneider is adding even more career opportunities. Schneider already has team and solo driving opportunities with a wide range of home times and freight types. Now we're adding multi-stop less than truckload driving jobs and straight truck delivery driving jobs with no CDL required, plus new warehouse jobs at our LTL terminals, an industry-leading variety of career paths. Now even better, search all driving and warehouse jobs near you and apply at schneiderjobs.com. That's schneiderjobs.com. Think about it. You've got some great photos on your phone, but what are you doing with them? If you don't have FreePrints yet, you've got to get it. FreePrints is the free app for iPhone and Android that lets you print all those photos for free. You get 1,000 free 4x6 photo prints a year. All you pay is a small shipping charge. You can even print photos at other sizes for next to nothing. Using the FreePrints app is easy. Just select the photos you want to print, whether they're on your phone or on Facebook or Instagram. Choose the sizes and you're done. Your premium quality free prints will arrive on your doorstep in just days with more than 100,000 five-star reviews free prints is one of the world's favorite apps download it now at freeprintsnow.com and start enjoying real professional quality free prints the app is free and so are the prints no subscriptions no commitments just free prints go to freeprintsnow.com to get the app and your 1,000 free prints that's freeprintsnow.com Sleep in your own bed each night when you drive for Albertsons Companies. We offer great benefits, reliable schedules, short hauls, and big brands from New England to California, like Acme, Shaw's, Jewel, United, Randall's, Tom Thumb, Albertsons, Vons, and Safeway. If you have a Class A CDL and at least two years' experience, email your resume to truckdrivingjobs at albertsons.com. Again, that's truckdrivingjobs at albertsons.com. Let's get you back home tonight. I'm meteorologist Ken Boone at the Weather Channel with an interstate weather update as we take a look at your east-west routes here heading through this Sunday night. Most of the country, very quiet weather. We do have some snow to talk about across the Great Lakes in the northeast. If you're traveling I-90, western New York, over into northeastern Ohio, we have lake effect snows here tonight. Lake effect snow warnings in place for parts of western New York. We have winter storm watches in place for parts of northeastern Ohio. The snow could be heavy at times as we head through the night tonight. Interstate 86 through western New York, scattered snow showers as we head through the night tonight. Interstate 90 and 94 heading through the overnight hours. Look for snow from western Wisconsin and through Minnesota. Interstate 20 as you travel across the southeast into the central U.S., a nice ride, quiet ride on 10 from coast to coast. I'm Ken Boone with custom weather for drivers twice an hour on the road dog, Sirius XM 146, and on the Sirius XM app for smartphones.
Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. I'm going to get right uh, right back to the phone calls. We are off to not the middle of nowhere. People call me all the time and say they're in the middle of nowhere. We're getting a call from somebody who is on the edge of nowhere. I like that. Joe, welcome to the program. Good afternoon, Kevin. How are you doing this afternoon? Good. I've always wondered why everybody's in the middle of nowhere, but nobody's ever on the edge. You're actually on the edge. Well, I'm looking out the window, and I'm really close to the Mojave Desert, which I figure is in the middle of nowhere. And since I'm on the edge, <laughs> it's the edge of nowhere. I, I, it fits. It fits. I, yeah, I like the edges. What's on your mind today? So, a couple things. First off, I want to just commend you and and Lisa for the, the class that's going on currently because I'm learning so much, uh, and, you know, through the different books. Uh, Winget's definitely kicked me in the butt, and, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm developing some good habits, and, and I'm definitely haw. It's, it's good stuff, but it's, it's prompted a couple questions. Sure. Um, right now I'm working on profit gauges, working on getting my information loaded in, and you all did the first month for me, and I had a great training session. So um, my question is about the mileage on the truck. I haven't been keep, keeping track of my mileage from month to month, but I do have mileage – numbers on my settlements it's not actual miles though it's the practical miles so should i continue to to load those miles for 2017 and then say january 1st of 2018 just do a mileage adjustment and start tracking my actual miles from that point forward yeah yeah that that's exactly the way we'd rather have some information it's not going to be that far off it still gives us you know if you put those miles in we will still know what your biggest expenses are and how this expense compares to that expense per mile. So it's still good information, even though it's not 100% accurate. And then absolutely for 2018, here's the easiest way I've found to do this. Um, On my smartphone, Uh I put an alarm for the first of every month, and it just pops up and says odometer. And as long as I write down right. my odometer on the first of every month, then I know how many miles I put on the truck every month. Okay. Yeah, and I'm using fuel gauges now, too, So, and I seem to fuel almost every day. So I don't, I don't okay. think I have a problem keeping track of that. I just, uh, when I started to enter that in, I was like, hmm, I don't have actual miles. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'll start doing that January 1st. Good. Okay. Good. Good deal. And then, uh, the, my, so my next question, I am in a lease purchase, uh, meaning at the end of the term, I have a $100 payoff to buy the truck. And it's a, it's a three-year lease purchase. I'm a year and a half in at this point. And uh, I'm toying with the idea of paying it off a year early in okay. June. The payoff's going to be around $50,000. I know right now that my lease payment, since technically I'm renting a truck, uh, you know, that's being deducted for taxes. And my accountant informed me that when I pay off the truck for that $100 payment at the end, that I can only depreciate $100. Correct. So, what happens if I pay off this truck a year early? It's the payoff's going to be around fifty grand at the two-year mark. So, if I pay that, it off early, do I have fifty grand that I can depreciate over yep. for years at that point, well, or is it a fifty grand lease payment? No. Well, yes and no. Both of those are actually correct. It's a fifty thousand okay. dollar purchase of a piece of equipment, so you would actually have the choice at that point. Under our current tax law, you're allowed to write off up to $500,000 in the first year you buy something. Or you can depreciate it over three years. Doesn't matter either way. In in the new tax law, we're not really clear. Um, What Trump has asked for is that the way he's making it sound is that depreciation almost goes away. That no matter how much money you spend on equipment, you just get to deduct it. Now, we haven't seen all the final rules, 
but I can't imagine that we're going right. to get anything really different. So, yeah, if you want to, under the current law or the new law, if you if you made the purchase at $50,000, you get to decide, do I want to take all 50000 now? Do I want to depreciate all 50000 over three years? Do I want to take 25000 up front, get 25000 over three years? We have lots of options. Okay, good. That that clears that up. Yeah, my concern was if I pay it off and take that whole you know whole chunk in one year, it's like, well, the next year I'm going to be paying a lot more in taxes because I don't have anything to depreciate at that point. So, well, so, let, uh, let, that, let, that definitely let, helps. It. Let me address yeah. that. Go ahead. So let's say, uh-huh. let's say just to make the math easy, let's say in the year you're looking at buying the truck, you were going to have fifty thousand dollars in profit after all the other expenses. So now we're looking. Well, we right. have 50000 in depreciation. If we took it all, your tax is zero. You don't owe anything. Or if right. you didn't take it all, you're actually going to have to pay them tax. Well, no matter what, 50000 is 50000 So I might as well take all 50000 and whatever tax money I was going to send to the government this year, just stick in a savings account somewhere and forget it's there. Next year, when you have to pay the tax, it's sitting there. It's still an advantage to you. So anytime I can depreciate anything, I take it all. You know, you're going to pay the same amount of tax no matter when we do it. The choice becomes, do I have to pay you now or do I have to pay you later? And when it comes to the government, I'm always going to pay them later. Right. That makes sense. Because even with low interest rates, I can make a little money on that money while it's exactly. sitting there in a the savings account. Yep, exactly. Okay. Good deal. And then, so I've got one last question for you, and and I was telling Lisa, I'm kind of at a fork in the road when I do pay this truck off. I don't know at that point if I'm going to continue to stay leased onto a carrier. I will change carriers at that point because I would like to go with someone where I can actually pick my own loads and kind of determine where I'm going. But I may go that route, or I may uh, go back home, which is North Carolina. There's a lot of freight within the state that I could tap into, you know, direct with the shipper. Okay. So I don't know which direction I want to go, which has kind of presented a problem with how to answer the questions for this week's assignment. It's like, what business plan do I develop? The path that I'm currently on or the path that I may take six months to a year from now? Always, always a difficult question. I, I fight with those kind of questions yeah. every time I sit down to write a, a business plan because I, I don't always plan everything out. And even when I do, it, it's going to change. If a new opportunity comes right. along, I might change completely, and I didn't see that opportunity even coming when I wrote my plan. So there's a couple ways you can do right. this. You could, you could pick the one you're most likely to do and answer it that way. Right. Or you could say, okay. I'm going to do the hard work. I know both of these are possibilities. I'm going to do the exercise twice. I'm going to do it one this way and one this way. That would never hurt. So, you know, what I find is the more planning we do, the more we get in writing, the more flexibility we have, the better we're prepared for things. So um, do it twice. I will. That's exactly what I'll do. I thought about that. I didn't know that was an option. But now that that's an option, that's what I'll be doing. Perfect. So very good. All right. 
Well, that's all I've got other than to say thanks again to, to you and, and Aaron and Lisa. The, the course has just been absolutely amazing. And even though I'm out here already doing my thing, I've, I've learned a lot. And, uh, you know, very thankful for you guys. Perfect. Keep up the great work. Thank, thank, thank you. Thanks for uh, all the support. So the, the class that, that Joe's talking about is the Stop Holding the Steering Wheel, Start Driving Your Business. It's an online course, but I'm also teaching it live. So... All of the materials online, all of the assignments are online, the downloads, the audio, everything's online. And then every Monday, we actually do a live class and webinar where I teach the material for that week and answer questions. And I am absolutely loving this myself. I've been teaching people about business and being an owner-operator and buying your first truck and getting your authority and and all of those things for 20-plus years now. I've done it in seminars. uh, I've done it in webinars. I've done it here on the air. But this class that we're doing is my absolute favorite. I I love doing this. It's paced. The, the people in the class like Joe have just been awesome with good questions. They're doing the work. I see their results. So that class is closed right now because once it's started, you can't join the class. But I'm going to do this again. Um, in fact, we already have a date. I think it's um, is it March because I think we won't be done with this one until March. I teach the class over a full 16 weeks. You're getting a ton of material and I think it worked out to be something like $25 a week to be in the class. It wasn't that much. Um, so you can sign up for the March class right now. If you go on the website, letstruck.com, look under the University tab, you'll see all of our classes available. And we have other classes you can take online. Um, but this is the one that I'm actually teaching live. We will be restarting this class up again in March. It's all about how to get started in this business, how to buy your first truck, how to set up the business, how to do your accounting. It it is really, really in-depth. And like Joe said, he's already in business doing this. I have some people in this course that are fleet owners. They have multiple trucks, and they're taking this course, and they're getting a lot out of it, which is just, I absolutely love that. So check out all of our courses, and if you are interested in that business course, Get signed up. The next one's coming in March. We'll be right back. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Headbang your holiday stress away to the high-powered, heavy sound of Five-Finger Death Punch, Metallica, and more on Sirius XM's channel for new hard rock. Octane, channel 37. Or escape to an alternative reality and the all-rock sounds of artists like Portugal the Man and the Killers on Alt Nation, channel 36. No matter how you jingle that rock, there's a Sirius XM channel for you. Find yours now in the rock category and streaming on the Sirius XM app. 
a fast, easy way to great deals on travel. All yours on one travel. Convenience is key from our quick download mobile app to great airline, hotel, car rental, and vacation deals at your fingertips instantly. Join the One Travel Rewards program and earn points to use on future One Travel purchases. Use our app to book and double your points. Book a hotel and earn triple points. Go to OneTravel.com or call 888-898-2471. 888-898-2471. For P150, P150GA, P150NY, P150OK, P150TN, C250A, C250E, C250Q. Not available in all states. If New York or Colorado, text for a similar offer. Message and data rates may apply. What's the scariest thing about going to the dentist? Opening your mouth or opening your wallet? Because just a simple cleaning can cost $100. And things like root canals can cost you hundreds more. If you don't have dental insurance, get a free information kit from Physicians Mutual Insurance Company. Text the word TIP11 to 33123. This isn't a discount plan or preventive-only coverage. This is real dental insurance that helps pay for checkups right away. So you can text today and get your teeth cleaned tomorrow. Plus, it helps cover more expensive procedures like fillings, crowns, bridges, even costly dentures. There's no deductible and no annual maximum. Your acceptance is guaranteed for one of these insurance policies, even if you're retired. So you can choose any dentist you want. For a free information kit with all the details, text TIP11 to 33123. That's TIP11 to 33123. Owner operators, does your truck need an engine overhaul but you lack the cash or credit? Is your bruised credit preventing a truck purchase? Call CAG Truck Capital. Good credit, bad credit, startups, and even bankruptcy. Qualify for your loan over the phone at 800-932-CASH. 800-932-CASH. For simple, no-hassle engine overhaul or truck financing, call 800-932-CASH. Cash. Get the cash for your truck at 800-932-CASH. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At 7 a.m. East, it's the Dave Nemo Show. On the Dave Nemo Show, we'll wake you up and catch you up with what's going on. Exclusively on Road. back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. Well, you know, Christmas is right around the corner, so I'm excited. It looks like I've got uh, Greg in Canada on the line with some Christmas news. Greg, welcome. Hey, Kevin. Merry Christmas. How are you? Merry Christmas. Great. Uh, you got good news for us, don't you? We've got great news. Santa just stacked his bag with a couple of scan gauges. Awesome. We talked Lisa into it, and thank you so much, Kevin Sanders. Real happy right now. We got the Truckers Christmas group up and running again this year, and things are just off to a flying start. That is fantastic. You know, it's been a pretty good year for the industry, so I would certainly hope that the fortunate people in this industry that have done really well are willing to 
reach in and share some of that good fortune with other people in the industry. And the beauty of the way you guys have set up this group is it's a win-win for everybody. You have great stuff in, in your store like the scan gauges and many other things I'm sure you can tell us about, you get a great price on them, and all the money goes for a good cause. Oh, the sponsors are always there to help us. Uh, we've got break-safe arrow loggers in there again this year. Andy Mallion over there is just tremendous at helping us support with, or helping support us with those. I have those on my truck. I wouldn't drive without those, Kevin. They're amazing. I'll never have an out-of-adjustment break again. Yes. Uh, Flow Below's come back in this year. They've given us a bunch of sets of wheel covers this year. Pittsburgh Power, and we're still working to get our OPS1. That's probably one of our test sellers. We're still working on getting that into the store. But um, other than that, you know what? We need some nominations, everyone. If you know a trucking family in need, they haven't had a good year this year. Now, maybe they were impacted by the, the uh, hurricanes or Whichever, if you know a family in need, please visit our website, truckerschristmasgroup.org, and click on Nominate a Trucking Family and fill out a nomination form so we can get a hold of them and maybe give them some help this year. You know, believe it or not, Kevin, this is our 10th year. You know, it's funny you said that because my very next question, I was thinking back trying to remember. when I knew it had been a long time. I didn't realize this was the 10th year. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's 10 years since Wonderful Wayne came up on your forums there with the idea. Yeah. We jumped on it. Now, we did We did miss the one year when we when we licensed as a charity. But, you know, it's our ninth fundraising drive and our 10th our uh, year in operation. It's, it's hard to believe, and it's been such a wonderful ride. Oh, there's so many good stories we could go on and on and on. You, you guys have helped so many people, and it all stays right within our trucking community. I love that. And and like I say, it's a win-win for everybody. You know, the, the sponsors have been amazing, um, but it, it, it's just the, the real winners are the families that are, uh, you know, having a tough time. No matter how good the economy is, no matter how good the, the industry is, somebody's having a tough time. It, it always happens. So it, it's wonderful to see that you guys are still providing that helping hand when they need it. And it's really touching, too. I got a, a, a phone call and a message there a couple of weeks ago from one of the families we helped uh, last year. You know, this uh, one gentleman there, a tree had fallen over in front of his truck, and he'd gotten out of the truck to check it out, and that and a pickup truck coming the other way didn't stop, hit the tree, and pinned him to the front of his cab. He was severely injured. But, you know, he got better in that, and he turned around, and, and him and his family got in touch with us, with us this year and give back, and it's those stories that are really heartwarming. Absolutely. You know, it, it, here's one of the things. I, I get this a lot. I, I get, you know, calls on the air. I get emails. I get messages on Facebook. People say, you know, Kevin, you've helped us so much. You answered our questions. You did this. We really appreciate. We want to give back. And, and here's the thing. I, I've been very, very fortunate in business and in life. Um, here's the way people can give back. If they feel like Let's Truck or this show has helped them at some point or helped the industry at some point, this is how you can give back. Nothing would make me happier than have them donate to your group, buy something in the store, get involved. That's the way that that anybody wants to give back to us here could really help is to help this group right now at Christmas. 
and it doesn't take a lot. You know, one dollar, five dollars. We got a fifty-fifty raffle going on in the store, and and one thing to remember too, like if you know you're looking for that scan gauge, now is the perfect time because make the donation to and get the scan gauge, and we're going to give you a tax receipt. Yes. For that donation. So not only are you going to get the scan gauge a little cheaper than Kevin sells it, That's right. you're going to get a tax rate off on it, too. Perfect. And I say, without sponsors like you, Kevin, we couldn't do this. We really appreciate it. Well, you guys put in the hard work, and I appreciate that. So we love being just a little part of all the hard work you guys are doing over there. So here's the important thing. There's lots of prizes. You mentioned the 50-50 raffle. You can just donate. You can nominate a family. That's always a good thing. The real key here is how do they get a hold of you? How do they figure all this out? It's real easy. Just go to our website, truckerschristmasgroup.org. There's several links at the top to nominate a family, to check out the store, to make a donation. It's very, very easy. And if you're not web savvy, you can always give us a call toll-free at 802-455-TCGO. That's 802-455-TCGO. Perfect. Greg, as always, thanks. We uh, we love what you guys are doing over there, and we love being a little part of it. Oh, we really appreciate it, Kevin. And we'll, hopefully we'll be able to talk to you shortly next weekend. And Merry Christmas to you and yours and all your listeners out there. Fantastic. Merry Christmas to you as well. Great stuff. Let's... Uh Let's head off to Ontario. Derek, welcome to the program. How are you today, Kevin? Wonderful. What's on your mind today? Uh, I got a couple questions for you. One of them is about goal setting. The other one's about my truck. So I'll start with the truck one because it's quick and easy. I have located and prepared most of the skirting for my 386 Peterbilt that I have. However, two of the skirts on the passenger side were damaged, not salvageable, so I would need to replace them. And just to cover the tank is going to be over $2,500. I can't seem to locate it anywhere other than the dealer. I'm just not sure whether or not I'm going to see a good return on investment for that purchase you know, on that item. You know, that's a really interesting question. It's a good question, and I dealt with this a long time ago when when we first started putting side skirts on. And fleets, after a couple years of having them, fleets actually started not including them in their trucks. And everybody wondered why. And it was just numbers. So a, a full set of skirts... The, the whole, you know, everything you could put on, they would show that it could save roughly two to three-tenths of a mile per gallon. Well, that's, you know, when fuel is up at three fifty four dollars a gallon, that's about 2000 or $2,500 a year. So the skirts technically, their return on investment was actually a little over a year when fuel is really expensive. When fuel was down around, you know, two bucks a gallon, it might take you two years just to break even. Well, the problem for fleets were their drivers were tearing them up all the time. So they were replacing them faster than they could even break even. So they finally said, look, this doesn't make any sense. We'd be better off just not putting them on in the first place. So when we looked at those numbers, I said, yeah, I get why the fleets don't do it. But as an owner-operator, I'm still certainly going to put them on, and I'm going to hope they don't get damaged. And the odds of them 
you know, with a, a good, you know, owner-operator, unless somebody else does it or you just make a mistake, the odds were still really in your favor. So it made sense to me to do it. What you've got to look at is, is do you have that year, year and a half left on this truck? Um, how long are you going to keep it? How many miles do you put on it? But, but figure roughly that the full set saves you maybe two to three-tenths of a mile per gallon. So it, it may not make sense. Okay, yeah, because my other issue is that I pull a lot of hills over here in northern Ontario. Uh, I'm on a dedicated lane, so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm fighting gravity also, and I just, I don't know if I have enough of my run where I'm cruising down the highway at a speed that's, where aerodynamics even matters. You know what I mean? Oh, no, that's a really good point, because when we say two to three tenths, that's an average. There are clearly operations where... Basically, once you drop below about 55 miles an hour, aerodynamics actually become the second most important issue. Above 55, aerodynamics are number one. Below 55 or around 50, rolling resistance is actually more important. So if you spend a lot of time climbing hills where you're down in that 30, 35 mile an hour range... The skirts aren't doing a whole lot anyway. They're doing even less. So you're thinking exactly right. So you've got the right numbers and the right information to make the decision. Okay. All right. Uh, the other question was about goal setting for next year. So I am. I got this truck at the end of the first quarter of this year. So not quite a full year, but I want to start. Uh, I'm going to go with my head to make more money for next year. And... I wanted to give you some of my numbers to see if you thought that uh, I want to increase my revenue by 10 cents a mile. Is that the music I hear? It is. So hold that thought. We'll come back to it right after this break. We'll talk about those numbers. Love goal setting stuff and numbers. So stick around. We'll be right back with more stuff. I'm Kevin Rutherford. This is Casey Phillips coming to you live from Nashville, Tennessee. Crashville, the big nasty, Nash Vegas, whatever you want to call it. This is Tim Ridley from the Tim Ridley Show. Checking in from the sandy beaches of the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Hey, this is Claire Marie from Radio Nemo down in the Big Easy. And that, my friends, is the Road Dog Trucking Radio Radio Check. Rest assured, wherever you are, we are. Road Dog Trucking Radio. Are you looking to buy a quality used fleet truck or trailer? Schneider is now offering discounted prices at SchneiderTrucks.com. Save thousands buying direct from a fleet with a meticulous maintenance history. Hundreds of four- to seven-year-old Freightliner trucks are available. Select trucks with manufacturer warranties, along with some international Kenworth, Peterbilt, and Volvo. Van and reefer trailers also available. Find your perfect truck or trailer at SchneiderTrucks.com or call 800-635-9801. That's SchneiderTrucks.com or 800-635-9801. Hiring is important. People are what make your business work. But how do you find the right talent? 
of ZipRecruiter makes it simple. One click sends your job ad to over 100 of the web's leading job boards. But ZipRecruiter doesn't stop there. Their smart matching technology will instantly alert quality candidates about your job. That means you'll start getting great candidates with the right experience almost as soon as your job is posted. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. The right candidates are out there. This is how you find them. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. People from businesses of all sizes trust ZipRecruiter for their hiring needs. We're so confident ZipRecruiter will get you better results than anywhere else. We'll let you try it free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash try free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash try free. ZipRecruiter.com slash try free. If you're feeling under the weather from a lack of 80s new wave and classic alternative, Sirius XM's first wave has the cure. The Smiths and Depeche Mode. Along with daily features that will jog your memories of the 80s, like Monday's Magnificent 7 Countdown and the Saturday Night Safety Dance Mix Show. The 100% commercial-free classic alternative music channel. First wave Sirius XM, channel 33. Or listen with a Sirius XM app. I'm meteorologist Ken Boone here at the Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. As we take a look at your north-south routes here heading through this Sunday night, much of the country rather quiet. Not a whole lot showing up on our radar here tonight. We do have some snow across parts of the Great Lakes in the northeast. Later tonight, as another frontal system starts to organize across the northern plains, we will start to see some snow develop there. I-79, northeastern Pennsylvania, periods of snow tonight. Interstate 75 in northern lower Michigan, scattered snow showers. I-95 through New England, some scattered snow showers possible tonight. Interstate 35 overnight from northern Iowa all the way up through Minnesota. Snow, and it could be heavy at times across parts of central and northern Minnesota. The southern half of I-35 tonight should be a quiet ride. Interstate 95 from the Mid-Atlantic down to Florida should be a quiet ride and a nice ride on 5 out west. I'm Ken Boone with Custom Weather for Drivers Twice an Hour on the Road Dog, Sirius XM 146, and on the Sirius XM app, your money, your taxes, your truck, and your road to success in the trucking industry. Now, now, back to Trucking Business and Beyond, the show that puts the money where it belongs. Back in your pocket. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford, the number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. We're heading into the third and final hour of the program. Still some time to get through, so pick up the phone and dial. I'm going to get back to the calls. I was talking with Derek in Ontario. Derek, go ahead with your numbers. Okay, so actually, at the end of this, after you know my numbers, I'd like to know whether or not you would keep this truck. Okay. Or whether, rather, whether you think I should, okay? Um, so I haul tandem and triaxle van in Ontario exclusive. So I'm up to 69,000 pounds payload. Okay. Uh, I'm running $1.49 per mile gross revenue. I'm keeping 6.8 cents of that net after all expenses, How? not including savings for income tax. Say that number again. Uh, almost 61 cents per mile. Okay. All right. Got it. I'm doing uh, 12, almost 13 cents per mile for maintenance. However, I just bought drives and a set of springs for the front end. That's probably going to be closer to 15 cents a mile okay. after December. Um, my fuel, I'm doing at 52 cents per mile. 
All right. And my overall expenses are 88 cents per mile. Got it. All right. So So I got a goal of wanting to stay, or I would like to keep 10 more cents per mile and add that to my net revenue. And I wanted to know whether or not you thought that was doable where I am. Okay. Um, Do you have a payment on this truck? I do. And uh, how much of that, do you have the numbers? How much of uh, what's the cost per mile on the payment right now? I believe it's three cents per mile. Okay. So, first off, you're doing pretty darn good on the net. Um, There's some room in there. Ten cents is not out of the question. There's a couple ways we can slice and dice this. And I don't think getting another 10 cents out of this is going to be that tough. Your maintenance numbers are excellent. 13 cents a mile in today's world is not bad at all. And when you pull heavy, you know, that that cost can go up because it's harder on everything. It's harder on the engine, the driveline, the brakes, the tires, everything. So 13 cents a mile is outstanding. 52 cents a mile, not so exciting on fuel. Um, That's actually double what we see in some operations. And I understand the weight's a big part of that. The part of the country you're spending your time in with traffic and a lot of other things. But I think there's certainly room for improvement there. Is there... That's what I was hoping to say. Yeah. Are there things you could do to the truck you currently have to improve its fuel economy? Yeah. So I'm... This is going to tie into whether or not I should be waiting till I buy a new truck. Okay. Um, but this truck is stock. It's 11R22 five tires. Oh, God. Uh, okay. They're open shoulder, but that's because I am running in northern Ontario, and we're already in the snow, and right. I just value traction. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Um, but no fleet air filter. Got it. No okay. Skirting, so, no skirting, air tabs, nothing. So there's our opportunity right there. There's tons of room in that 52 cents a mile to gain 10 without even trying very hard. All the things you know about fuel economy, that, that would get us the 10 cents right there. How, what year is this truck and how many miles are on it? So it's a 2007 model year, 2006 build uh, of a Peterbilt 386. And it's got a C13 cat engine. Okay. At 430 horsepower. And how many miles did you say? Uh, almost 1.2 million. Okay. Uh, so, you know, the the um, again, the maintenance cost is outstanding. So, you know, I don't certainly don't see a problem there. I like the C13. Not, I'm not wild about the 07. I actually own one. My coach has an 07 C13 in it. But there are a lot of things you can do to improve fuel economy tremendously. Um, I did a very, very simple tune from Pittsburgh Power. We were actually at the CMC. It was out in the parking lot. We didn't have all the information we needed about some injectors and some other things. So they just threw a real simple tune in there. I picked up almost a mile per gallon on that tune alone. I went from really struggling to get five to being able to get six most of the time with just that simple tune, and they said they could do better if I you know, had it in their shop. So there's a lot you can do. Fleet air filters are on sale right now, 10% off in our store at Let'sTruck.com. You're going to get you know, the tax break this year. So 
I would say, if knowing everything I know about that truck and your numbers, I would keep the truck and work on it. There's lots of room for improvement. And any time we go buy another truck, our payment cost is going to go up. Our insurance cost is going to go up. We have to make up all that difference. Plus, we're always taking a risk. Any new truck is more risky than the one we already have, and we know it. So I, I would say I would focus on this. You have lots of room for a really good return on investment without spending a lot of money or taking a lot of risk. Now, so does that answer your question about the truck part of it? Yeah, it does. I, I've been tossing you know, around between saving for a down payment on a new truck or saving for a rebuild on this one. I, I'd save for the rebuild so. right now. And, and, you know, because if it doesn't come, then you never have to spend it or it could be a while. So, you know, I I would take and start investing into the fuel economy stuff because you're going to get a really quick investment or a return on that investment and then start saving the money. The beauty about saving money, even if we say, well, we're saving for a rebuild, if at some point you decide a new truck makes more sense, well, then the money's there. So saving is always good. Here's here's the thing I would look at a little harder, and I'm I'm breaking my rule here. You didn't ask me about advice for this, so if you're really really happy with what you're doing, keep doing it. I really that dollar forty nine for the kind of weight you're pulling just doesn't sound great at all. No, it's one of the downfalls so i'm with the carrier that i was a company driver with just because it was familiar okay um uh, i had no illusion that there was probably going to be more profit somewhere else but these guys you know they'll they'll go as far as loaning me a company truck for the day okay if i break down and they'll still give me my owner operator rate so got it um safety (laughs) yep so, but, and that's yeah, kind of why. Know. That's what I wanted to know was if I could save that money here, or if I needed to go somewhere else to increase revenue to get that extra ten cents. Oh no, the ten cents we can easily get, and that's why I kind of asked that question that way. You know, if you're happy there, and there's lots of other things that have you know just as much important as the money. If you're happy there, and you're looking for that ten cents, we can easily get it in expenses. Okay, what what do you think would be a good goal for my expenses? Uh, never mind the ten cents per mile, but you know, knowing that I'm pulling hills and that, like, what should I be shooting for for fuel? So, um, you know, I, I think that we could get that fuel number down to forty. So I and that's that's oh. not easy. I mean, that if I were kind of laying this out in a schedule. That would be somewhere between about nine months and a year, depending on your budget. Because the way I like to do this, invest in the, the low-hanging fruit early on. You know, the, the, the fleet yeah. air filter, the Pittsburgh power tune, the quick hit stuff. Then take the savings from that and in, invest in the next thing. Also knowing, like you said, 1.2 million miles, you got to be thinking about a rebuild. So you, you don't want to spend all your money all at once. So, but I think 40 cents a mile on fuel as long as our cost stays consistent. You know, if fuel goes up to 450 a gallon, 
then obviously our cost will go up, but I would assume your revenue would go up with it with the fuel surcharge. So um, I think that there's there's probably 12 cents a mile in fuel we could improve here. Okay. Now, I don't get paid a fuel surcharge as it's understood by the industry. I get... So they keep me at a constant. Uh, I'm paying 74.5 cents per liter to the ah. Canada. Uh, ah. So is the whatever the price is, as long as I get 6.5 miles per gallon, uh, they'll keep me there. So they subsidize me back down to that. Um, that changes things. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. So what is your fuel? You, you got to stay at 6.5 to get the subsidy. What is your fuel economy now? Okay. I got to stay at 6.5 Canadian or right. a UK gallon. Right. So it's actually like 5.2. Okay. Um, I'm doing I'm doing 30-day average of 5.3 right now. In the summer, I was doing 6.3. Now, those are U.S. I'm doing 5.3 U.S. and 6.3 U.S. is in the summer. So I'm averaging around 5.9 for the year. Got it. Um, hold, hold that thought. I'm going to carry you through the break again because that changes everything. Let me, uh, let me get to a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about that a little bit. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. California turns 40. And the Eagles are celebrating with their own limited edition Sirius XM channel. Welcome to the Hotel California. We got our own channel. How about that? I'm Don Henley. Here the Eagles perform at Nashville's Story Grand Ole Opry House for the first time ever. Plus rarities, influences, hosted shows from Don Henley and Joe Walsh and Vince Gill's guest DJ. Exclusively on Hotel California. The Eagles channel. Sirius XM 30. Warning. If you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back, because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now, 1-800-900-8407. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee, so there's no risk. For free information, call now, 1-800-900-8407. That's 1-800-900-8407. 1-800-900-8407. When you have sleep apnea, traveling can be a real drag because you have to drag your big, bulky home CPAP device with you everywhere you go. But not anymore. Now you can travel easily and sleep comfortably anywhere thanks to Transcend, the world's very first mini CPAP. And right now, you can try Transcend absolutely risk-free for 10 restful nights. So call now, 1-800-900-8313. 
Our smallest and most advanced portable design ever, Transcend is as small as a soda can and weighs less than a pound. You can even add a battery that's as tiny as a deck of cards. Transcend is so incredibly small and light, you can easily fit it in your briefcase or purse to use anywhere you go. It's FAA compliant, too, so you can even sleep comfortably while flying. Now you can enjoy the freedom to sleep comfortably anywhere. But don't delay. To receive your 10-night in-home trial, call minicpap.com now. 1-800-900-8313. Again, that's 1-800-900-8313. Owner-operators, does your truck need an engine overhaul but you lack the cash or credit? Is your bruised credit preventing a truck purchase? Call CAG Truck Capital. Good credit, bad credit, startups, and even bankruptcy. Qualify for your loan over the phone at 800-932-CASH. 800-932-CASH. For simple, no-hassle engine overhaul or truck financing, call 800-932-CASH. Get the cash for your truck at 800-932-CASH. Land line now, weekday, 7 p.m. East. We report on pretty much everything trucking. We are very balanced, accurate, specifically for the truck. Landline Gap. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. I'm going to go back to the phones I was talking with Derek in Ontario. So, Derek, I'm glad I got that piece of information. That's such an unusual thing that I don't even think to ask that. I was in that exact situation for years. At FedEx, they didn't give us a fuel surcharge. They guaranteed our fuel price at $1.25 U.S. So, I, I hated that. Because I, I was so good at getting fuel economy, it was almost like I was being punished. Um, so people used to ask me all the time, Kevin, you talk about going 57, about slowing down to save fuel. Why do you let your FedEx truck go 65? Because I had to balance the driver's happiness with the savings on fuel. And at $1.25 a gallon, the savings just weren't that big. It was much better for me to let the drivers go a little faster so they got home sooner every day. Um, but once they stopped that, um, at, at some point FedEx said, okay, we're going to go to the fuel surcharge instead. All my trucks got governed. Now, I worked with my drivers to do it, and I gave them bonuses because I was saving more money. So you're in a very different situation. All the numbers I just gave you, you're going to have to go calculate those on your own to see if there really is. So when I say maybe a fleet air filter will pay for itself in three months, for you it's probably more like six. Your return on investment for fuel savings is going to be about double what the numbers you hear me talk about all the time. Okay. So definitely not worth skirts. <laughs> no, definitely not worth skirts. Yeah, you you have to stay away from those things that already have a long return on investment. You know, something like the flow below, which I love, probably makes no sense for you. You're, you know, you're going slower. Your fuel price is cheap. So as much as I love flow below, I wouldn't recommend it for you. Fleet air filter is still worth doing because it's better for your engine and you will save money. 
It's just it's a different, you know, math equation for you. Right. Okay. So, uh, yeah. from what I was looking at my numbers, really the only place that I have any potential to save a lot of money would be fuel. Yeah, but you're now right. now you're saying that I'm going to have a harder time with that now. Much harder. Yeah. Yeah, and you're right. You're not going to save anything on maintenance. Forget that. And other than fuel and maintenance in any operation, all the other stuff is minor to begin with, and there aren't that many things we can do anyway. So you've really, you've got to look hard at that revenue number. And that's a tough call if you're happy where you are. This is a tough one. Um, Maintenance is out. Fuel is a really real challenge to now to get that 10 cents is twice as hard as I thought it was. Um, So the the real problem with your, especially today, I mean, is your fleet even talking about raising that $1.49? Because rates are going up everywhere. Oh, no. And that includes subsidy. The mileage base rate is actually $1.33. Ah, yeah. I, I, that that's a and no, there's no <laughs> like I'm not even going to waste my time talking about a raise. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, that that's tough. Then that that's oh. there. I, I will promise you, they are going to have a hard time keeping owner operators unless they do something, or people just absolutely love the job for some reason. Yeah, they they do have a hard time. They. I, it's going to treat them like toilet paper. It, well, it's going to get a whole lot worse for them real quick. Um, okay. Now, looking at my numbers, what would you say my chances of success would be somewhere like Landstar? I've crossed the border for a short period of time in the past as a company driver. I Like, I know how. Yeah. I just... Uh, Safety belt. (laughs) I feel safe here because I've been here for so long. Oh, no, absolutely. I'm really adamant I want to make that extra money. Yeah, well, you know, I'll tell you, rates are well up into the $2 a mile range almost everywhere right now. So... You know, the, 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 there's lots of money to be made, and I only see it getting better. And fleets that are paying those kind of rates and aren't talking about raising them, I, they, they are in for a world of hurt because there is so much demand for good owner-operators right now. Um, so, you know, we're seeing rates up in the 220-a-mile range just for dry van freight. And even if you take Landstar's cut out of there for all the work they're doing for you, dollar eighty, dollar ninety a mile is nothing over there. I mean, that's easy to do in today's world with the freight that's out there. So you're gonna bust your ass to try to squeeze ten cents more when we could probably add thirty or forty cents just in revenue. And U.S. And your cost is going to go down because you're not pulling those kind of weights. Or the hills. Or the hills. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm the, I'm okay. the, I'm the yeah. last guy that tries to talk somebody into leaving their carrier. But there are times when it just, it's something you really have to look at. Uh, that's kind of why I called you, because part of me knew that. Part of me knew that I was putting a nail in my coffin if I stayed, but... It's, uh, you know, second opinion is always better. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, you're doing it by the numbers, and that that really helps a lot because it's easy to look at these numbers and see what the opportunities are. Okay. Well, I appreciate your time, and I'm sorry for taking so much. Oh, no, absolutely not. This is, uh, you know, the thing about this show is when I'm talking to you, even if we take three segments, this is a good lesson for everybody. You're, You're doing it the right way. You have the numbers. You're asking the right questions. I think you already knew the answers because you are doing it by the numbers, and it's always good to talk about it. So I, I think those are great lessons for everybody listening. Let's go to Kansas City. Ken, welcome to the program. Hello, Kevin. How are you today? Good. What's on your mind? Uh, you should have a business report there in front of you. All right. Let me find that here uh there it is i've got it here all right what are we looking at and i have oh, just uh, an overview of the whole thing got you know? it okay and and you know as for your last you know your last caller uh, saying about how comfortable he was where he's at or the safety net you know and, and that's where i was five years ago and uh then I ended up, you know, I moved to Landstar and took the plunge, and I can't say that I've been disappointed. Well, yeah, certainly not. So. Um, I, I know that story well, and that was uh, that was one of those moves, never easy. You know, we get comfortable somewhere. I have lots of stories like this of my own. That decision is always tough, but uh, yours was a good one. So my first question is, did you just decide to retire? Uh, I am semi-retired. I only work, this, look at these numbers, this is three days a week. <laughs> That's what I figured. Um, you're, you're kind of a highly paid tourist at this point. Uh, yeah, like I said, I just, you know, looked at the other spreadsheet. Yeah, my, um, uh, my outbound plays, right, uh, this last week, 303 a mile on the outbound, $1.89 a mile to come back. And yeah. it takes me from home out and back to home. Yeah. Fantastic. I mean, your numbers are looking good. Your revenue for what you're doing is outstanding. Um, you've got your fuel at 35 cents a mile, maintenance at 10. I mean, we're certainly not going to do better than that in today's world. And you're netting, after everything is said and done, you're netting a little over a dollar a mile, dollar two a mile. Um, it, it just doesn't get much better than that. Yeah, and uh, uh, and I can't go back farther than thirteen because I didn't use the profit gauges then. So going from thirteen through today, uh, and looking back, dollar sixty three on all miles, profit of ninety five cents on all miles, fuel at thirty eight cents on all miles, and maintenance at thirteen cents. That is a wonderful place to be. Especially when and, you kind of get to, and you have been doing this for a while, picking and choosing what you want to do, when you want to work. Yeah, that's uh, that's a great place to be. I do I do one regular load a week. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know uh, one. You know, pick up the same place, go to the same place, come back, and uh, you know, um, I did uh, look in here revenue. In five year or five years so far up to date, five hundred ninety four thousand on uh, 
only 362,000 miles, and that was with a, as they say, a, my cheap truck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, these numbers are fantastic. Yeah. I mean, in, in 11 months on 66,000 miles, which is part-time in this industry, um, you're closing in on $70,000, and you have another month to go. Yeah. Now I now I now I have you know spent forty seven thousand in maintenance on a twelve thousand dollar truck, which it works. In five years. Yeah, it, it works though. Your numbers look fantastic. Yeah. I hear the music. All right, great stuff, Ken. Thanks for the call. Those are the kind of stories I absolutely love. You know, I've been watching Ken throughout his whole career as an owner operator, and those numbers are awesome. Stick around. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. First daily news program dedicated exclusively to the professional truck driver. This is Landline Now. Raising fuel taxes. Uniform speeds. Flatbed loads are coming on strong. News critical to today's driver. We are refusing to invest in our infrastructure. Autonomous vehicles. Pay for the bill for infrastructure. I'm Mary McKenna. I'm Terry Scruton. I'm Mark Reddick, and this is Landline Now on the Road Dog. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, Series XM 149. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. Do you know the top three promotional items for driving new customers? We do. Do you know how to make your logo come alive and magnetically attract new, long-lasting customers? We do. And do you know how to ensure your logo is delivered on the right promotional items on time at a great price? We do. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Who are we? We're for Imprint, the nation's leading team to make your logo shine on your choice of thousands of promotional items. And right now, we want to share with you for free the top three promotional items for driving new customers. Discover them now by texting ACT77 to 88988. Let us show you what a difference the right promotional items can make to help grow your brand. With 4imprint, you'll get high-quality products, exclusive items, popular brands, on-time delivery, and outstanding customer service. That's what we do. Discover the top three promotional items for driving new customers by texting ACT77 to 88988. That's ACT77 to 88988. Ever had buyer's regret? A pair of shoes you didn't really need? Electronics obsolete before you even plug them in? Or tens of thousands of dollars of timeshare regret? That's what you get when you're stuck with a timeshare agreement you don't want anymore. We're the timeshare exit attorneys, the leaders in helping folks get out of timeshares and erasing regret. See if you qualify. For valuable free information, call 1-800-900-0019. Maybe you made an impulse buy that has become a financial burden you can no longer afford. Maybe you don't use the timeshare enough to make it worthwhile. Maybe you were pressured by a timeshare salesperson into making a bad decision. Now you want out because your timeshare isn't a fun escape. It's a waste of your money. With decades of experience, we're your number one trusted option with fast professional service. No middlemen, no cutting corners, no more timeshare regret. See if you qualify. For valuable free information, call 1-800-900-0019. That's 1-800-900-0019. 
I'm meteorologist Ken Boone at the Weather Channel with an interstate weather update as we take a look at your east-west routes here heading through this Sunday night. Most of the country, very quiet weather. We do have some snow to talk about across the Great Lakes in the northeast. If you're traveling I-90, western New York, over into northeastern Ohio, we have lake effect snows here tonight. Lake effect snow warnings in place for parts of western New York. We have winter storm watches in place for parts of northeastern Ohio. The snow could be heavy at times as we head through the night tonight. Interstate 86 through western New York, scattered snow showers as we head through the night tonight. Interstate 90 and 94 heading through the overnight hours. Look for snow from western Wisconsin and through Minnesota. Interstate 20 as you travel across the southeast into the central U.S., a nice ride, quiet ride on 10 from coast to coast. I'm Ken Boone with custom weather for drivers twice an hour on the road dog, Sirius XM 146, and on the Sirius XM app for smartphones. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford, the number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. We're going to head off to uh, David. Welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. How are you today? Good. What's on your mind today? Well, I just wanted to give you a call and uh, let your audience know that the uh, Team Freedom Fleet Program has uh, two seats left, and uh, they're going to be going on a first-come, first-served basis, and... uh, if we can uh, just tell your audience what we're what we're about, absolutely. So this is uh, this is the program you and I are working on together. You mostly. I, I'm just kind of here to help you out in the background, and it's uh, it's a great opportunity for drivers that know they want to do something more in the industry, and maybe they're not quite ready yet. And that's a good thing, you know. I see way too many guys try to jump into their own truck too soon. And crash and burn. It's just a common mistake. Or I see them jump from lease program to lease program to lease program, and and they're heading backwards. They're backing up faster than they're going forward. And you've put together a, a great opportunity uh, for a lot of these guys. I'll let you talk about that. But uh, just like Ken, the earlier caller, I, I've kind of been watching your progress in the industry as an owner-operator and now a fleet owner, and it's just one of those stories I absolutely love. Um, you've, you've brought yourself to a great place owning a fleet, and now you are giving back to people and, and helping them with that same opportunity. So why don't you tell everybody about your program? You bet, Kevin. Thank you. Um the program is designed uh, for any company driver that wants to come on to Landstar as a company driver and experience the freedom of booking his own loads and choosing where you go and when you want to go home. Uh, basically, experiencing the freedom of uh, the owner-operator atmosphere. You know, one of the... They don't have to own their own truck. Absolutely. One of the things that, you know, I, I've... People have asked me, people that know me, you know, they certainly didn't mean any harm. They were just a little confused. They thought this was a lease purchase program. And they thought, why would I be doing that? And this is not. This is what we need in the industry. This is really an apprentice program. 
or it's just a great job. I mean, one of the two. They, they don't ever have to become owner-operators if they don't want to. But if they want to, this is an, a, an apprentice program. It, it's a chance to work as a company driver, have more freedom than most company drivers ever have, and to be able to learn the ropes as they go. And if they do want to become that owner-operator, there's a clear path for them with you showing them how to do it right, how to make the right decisions, how to run the business well. So when they do decide that it's time and they want to own a truck, like I say, I've been trying to work with fleets for years to create mentorship programs or apprentice programs, and the fleets just don't want to do it. I I think it's too much work for them. I I also think they're short-sighted. I think if fleets would do this, um, they would be a lot better off. And, and that's exactly what you've created here. You bet, Kevin. Uh, we provide the training while they're driving for us on how to be successful at Landstar, including how to coordinate with the agents, how to coordinate with brokers, how to coordinate with Landstar, and uh, just how to uh, run a successful uh, business within the Landstar system. And what they, what, what all they need is to have one year over the road and a good driving record, and one season of snow, snow and ice. And uh, submit the application uh, to Landstar, and then Landstar uh, will send you right over to us. Got it. And again, you know, we're a part of this. We, we love helping people become better in this business as drivers and, and certainly in businesses and as owner-operators. And that's why when you brought this plan to us, I was excited to be a part of it. Again, we're a small part. We're in the background. Um, we're here to support you. We're here to support those drivers that you have. And I, I just think this is good for the industry. It's good for the drivers that want to be a part of this. And the timing, I, I think, is awesome. Um, rates are going up. There are very few places better than Landstar to take advantage of those rates going up. They have a, a solid freight of business. Their their rates are good. You, you kind of get to do your own thing without the risk of, for these guys, it, it's doing your own thing without the risk of your own truck and your own authority while you get to learn. Um, so... One of those programs that we just thought was a win-win. That's why we partnered with you on this. So how does, if somebody's interested, how do they find out more? Uh, All you have to do is go to letstruck.com and click on solutions and then click on the Team Freedom Fleet link. And I do want to say that, you know, I, I am where I am, you know, because I've been listening to you since 2010, and, and I just, I'm very motivated to, to help drivers and and help people because uh, listening to you and talking to you and knowing you has has helped us uh, move from from a one truck operation to a five truck operation and i just want to i want to i want to pass it on it, it and we absolutely love that um you know i've i've been saying for years too many people in this industry are waiting for the industry to fix itself they're waiting for the government to fix the industry. They're waiting for the fleets to fix things. It's never going to happen. The only person that's ever going to fix anything is you. Each each one of us individually, that's where all the control is. And um, th- then 
programs like this, you know, where we have people who are learning how to do better in business, and then they they pass that on, they pay it forward, and that's uh, that's what we love. So thank you for putting together such a great program, and like I said, we're excited to be a little part of it. So Let'sTruck.com, look under the Solutions tab and Team Freedom Fleet, and uh, only two seats left. I think those are going to go quick. Better get on it. If you're interested, get on it. Have a great evening, Kevin. Thank All you. All right. Thank you. We'll talk to you again soon. Let's see. We've got a couple minutes before the break. Let's go to Texas. Mike, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Love what you do for us. You're welcome. What can uh, I help you, you with talking, today? Yeah, you were talking about uh, the question today was, you know, what's being owner-operator? And yeah, I think you said something or heard somebody say it. Anyway, my question will be, hell yes, right now. Yeah. It's going good for me. I've only been at it for a couple of years, and I love it. I love making the decisions. I love saying yes, saying no, and I love going home when I want to go home. There you go. Good stuff. Hey, you're talking about, uh, I'm putting another driver on the first of the year. Okay. You're talking about, uh, like, pay and per diem. Yes. And um, when I'm working with this, this, he's been a friend of mine for uh, about 10 years or so, eight years. Okay. And he's been a driver. Anyway, so I, I, I want to get him a truck. I got a trailer sitting at the house. He can pull that trailer. Um, my question, I guess, would be, how do you set up the pay versus, you know, the per diem? What would be a better, a good number, you know, so he can make a good wage, but yeah, he can write a lot of that off, you know, as the per got diem, it. right? So the we first thing, it. yep, the, the, we can make this fairly simple. Uh, it's the IRS, so I can only simplify it so much, but... The first number to yeah, the first number to determine. Forget per diem, forget all the stupid stuff right now. How much do you want to pay him per mile? That's the first number we think about. Once you come up with that number, and, and I'm just going to throw a number out just so we have something to work with. Let's say it's fifty cents a mile. Whatever you guys work out that you want to pay him per mile, then sure. we kind of back the per diem out. So if we're going to pay 50 cents a mile, if we can predict pretty closely about how many miles a day or or a week that he's going to work, roughly, we don't have to be exact on this. We have a lot of room uh, to make this work. So once we know that and we know that per diem is still $63 a day, and that's not going to change in this new tax law, we kind of do the math to say, okay, $63 a day, he's going to average being out five days a week. So that's, what, $315 a week in per diem. Now we just, sure. do, now we just do the math. How does that work out mileage-wise? Is it $0.06 cents a mile, $0.07 cents a mile, whatever it is? You can also just wait until the week is over, have him submit his days out, and, and you can work it out right to the penny that way. So that way you could pay him the maximum amount of per diem allowed based on his actual log sheets. So you could set up a schedule where you gotcha. say, okay, here's the base rate. Instead of 50 cents a mile, I'm going to pay you 43 and at the end of the week or two weeks, a month, whatever you guys work out, you'll say, okay, based on your log sheets, you were gone this many days. You're allowed to deduct $63 a day. Here's your per diem. That way he gets the maximum amount. Now, there are a couple other things for you to realize, and I'm going to come back and talk about those in 
just a second. Stick around. We'll be right back with more stuff. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Radio and Mad Dog Sports Radio broadcast from baseball's winter meetings at the happiest place on earth, the Walt Disney World Resort. Yo ho, yo ho, a general manager's life for me. Hear interviews with managers and executives. You want to sign a picture? Coverage of baseball's winter meetings is on now on MLB Network Radio, Sirius 209 XM 89, and Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM 82. When was the last time your bra was so comfortable you forgot to take it off? Can't remember, right? Hi, I'm Heidi Zack, the founder of Third Love. And I'm Raelle Cohen, head of design. I started Third Love to give women bras they'd want to wear 24-7. Because believe it or not, 50% of women fall in between standard bra sizes. So, in addition to offering A through G, we developed half cups. Shoes have half sizes, why shouldn't bras? Glamour Magazine even named our t-shirt bra the most comfortable bra ever. In Style said our t-shirt bra is perfection. Elle Magazine calls our approach revolutionary. Millions of women agree and only wear third love with thousands of five-star reviews we're sure you will too and we're that confident you can try one of our bras for free for 30 days wear it wash it really live in it if you don't love it no problem returns and exchanges are easy and free go to thirdlove.com news to find a better fitting bra that's thirdlove.com news for this exclusive offer thirdlove.com news is now first in line and will be answered by the next available representative. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for holding. How may I assist you? Hi, yes. Um, we were just broken into and we need a home security system. Oh, sorry. Wrong department. Please hold. The best home security isn't hard to get. With Simply Safe, you can get comprehensive, professionally monitored home security online without the hold time or runaround. Each Simply Safe system is a thoughtfully assembled security arsenal. From entry and motion sensors to a high definition security camera, you'll have everything you need to keep your family safe. CNET called it comprehensive, easy to use protection, naming it editor's choice for home security. Order now and in a few days, be protected 24 seven. Protect your home the right way. Visit simplysafecom slash sports today. As an owner-operator, I know making a success of my trucking operation depends on getting good information and making good decisions. That's why I count on OOIDA for my truck insurance. They make sure that I'm protected with exactly the coverage that I need and save me money by not selling me stuff I don't. If you're an owner-operator, you owe it to yourself to call the Owner-Operator Independent Drivers Association. It's a good decision. Call OOIDA at 1-800-444-5791. Road Dog Trucking Radio. Our favorite color is chrome. Road Dog Trucking Radio, Sirius XM 146.
Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. We're down to the final segment. I'm going to go back to Mike in Texas. So, Mike, um, there's the simple way of calculating the per diem, but like I said earlier, it's the IRS. Can't possibly be that easy. So here's here's where this gets a little more complicated for the employer, and this is where many carriers have screwed this up, in my opinion. So if you pay a driver in a wage, you know, a, a wage, so per mile, nothing to do with per diem. It's real simple. It's 100% deduction to you. You pay $1,000 to him for the week, you get to deduct $1,000 off your taxes. That's pretty straightforward. Unfortunately, if you pay him in per diem $1,000, and you can't, that wouldn't be in a week, but over whatever period, doesn't matter. If he gets $1,000 in per diem, you only get to deduct 800 of it. That's the the 80% per diem rule, whether we deduct it or pay it, we only get to take 80%. That's why a lot of carriers, if they were paying 40 cents a mile, when they switch to a per diem, they actually start paying, say, 30 cents wage and 8 cents per diem. The driver actually loses out on 2 cents a mile. And they they go through this long calculation and say, well, you're going to make it up in savings and taxes. And and maybe you do, maybe you don't. It's not that simple. So you, you, I'd love to be able to go over it with you all here on the air, but it gets kind of complicated. You got to sit down with somebody who really understands per diem and work out the numbers so they work for both of you. I would still encourage you to pay per diem. One, it can work for everybody if it's done right. If it's done right, the only entity that loses is the government. And and I'm all for that. They waste enough of our money. Amen. Yeah. So if it's done right. They're bigger crooks than we are. Yeah. Um, If it's done right by a tax preparer who knows what they're doing, it's an advantage for you. It's an advantage for the driver. And the government loses out. Boo-hoo. And if this tax law goes into effect... Every carrier better get on the bandwagon. If this goes through the way I'm seeing it, carriers not paying per diem are going to be way behind the eight ball on this. Yeah. yeah. We'll have to get with you then later on uh, when we get closer here to doing this in the, in the first of the year. Hey, I had a question about scan gauge. If I can ask you one. Or sure. Actually, I got two quick questions if I can ask you real quick. Okay. Scan gauges, well, do they plug in right where my ELD plugs in to my computer there, that same plug-in? It does, so you need a splitter with the ELD. Oh, so i got to get a splitter, okay. Or I'm looking at a, doing them scan gauges for Christmas. Yeah, there's another option. Right, so, it, it costs a little more, but I like it better. Any, I, sh- I shouldn't say any, um, a good shop can easily wire one of the devices hardwired. So, or you can okay. wire a second plug hardwired into the truck, which I really like because then it gives you the flexibility of two plugs. Um, otherwise, you buy a splitter that's not quite as clean because then the splitter's kind of hanging there and you got to wrap it up right. So there's two options. You plug in a splitter that's easy or get somebody to hardwire a second plug in. That's easy enough, yeah. Hey, Red Top Cummings versus, uh, I don't know what the, I see these ads all the time for Red Top. I'm looking for another truck, you know. Okay. I keep seeing these ads for, got a Red Top Cummings, N14. And I don't know, is that better than a, a different Cummings? Uh, it was higher N14? horsepower and torque, a couple other differences. Yeah, that, that both of them are good, though. 
So if I'm looking okay. at two trucks and one's the standard N14, one's the red top, that's not the deciding factor for me. Um, I, I could be happy with either one of those engines. Um, you know, the N14 is just a drop-dead simple workhorse. It's it's hard to say anything yeah. bad about that engine. Yeah. Is it, is it, would you prefer that over? You know, I've listened to you guys on uh, Power Hour sometimes, and so, you know, I think Bruce likes the cat. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but I think Bruce likes the cat. You kind of like the Detroit, maybe the Cummings. And I'm, I was trying to figure out maybe the Maybe the Detroit's better than the Cummings. The Cummings better than the Detroit. I don't know. You know, you know it, there's, there's a few of those good options. Right. It, you know, I guess I don't know the difference in what would be better for my, what I'm doing, you know. If we go back to pre-emission, so we clear, clarify that. We're looking at, you know, either a Series 60 pre-emission, a, a CAT pre-emission, or an N14. It's one of those Absolute things. Pre-emission. That, yeah. It's one of those things we could have a cage match and argue to the death. Because there's no, there's just no clear answer here. I, I'll kind of put them the way I see them. The Series 60, I believe, is going to be the best fuel economy. It, we know we can get awesome fuel economy out of that engine. The Cat's going to have the best power. The N14 is going to be somewhere in the middle, and it's just simple, and it's a workhorse. It's probably not going to get as good a fuel economy as the Series 60, and it's probably not going to have as much power as the Cat. But it's the least expensive of the two on parts, maintenance, and they just run and run and run. I know of two of them that made it to 2 million miles without being touched. Wow, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, without being touched. So the good news, these are the decisions I really love. If you're looking at those three engines, there is no wrong decision. All three of them could be just fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Well, that cat, that's, that's going to be the, the 3406, right, the electronic mostly? Or uh, is, that known as, is that the same as the C15? Uh, it, yeah, there was a time when they stopped calling it the 3406. It became, you, you know, we have some of the serial numbers you hear us talking about, the 6NZs, those kind of things. The um, So we're talking yeah. on the cat late 90s. Um, those oh, yeah. again, great engines. It's going to be the one that's a little more expensive to own and maintain, and you're paying for that power and torque. Yeah, is it worth it in the end? Uh, I mean, fuel, fuel miles is what we're looking for, right? If we want to get to seven eight, I mean that's what we're looking for. Another thousand torque. I don't know, or five hundred torque or two hundred torque. Yeah, you know, a lot of times what we say is if you're pulling general freight up to 80,000 pounds, that's when the Detroit really shines. If you're out there doing 130,000 pounds, I'd probably want the cat. Makes sense. Listen, I sure appreciate you. Thanks for all you do to help me make my business grow. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Let's see. We have enough time to do justice to one more call, I believe. Let's go to Georgia. Joseph, welcome to the program. Yeah, hey, Kevin. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Thanks for the good info that you put out. Uh, on the tax, you had, you had mentioned about when you got depreciation, just take it all. Yeah. And I would, I would say there are very few situations that that would make sense, especially if you got kids. I do tax returns for a lot of my family members, and there's times where 
because they have three, four kids, two kids. Oh, I know where you're going. It makes sense not even to take all the deductions with all the money that the government is willing to pay somebody in the earned income credit. You are a hundred six thousand dollars. Yeah. So I just wanted to call quick and just say, you know, there's very few situations where it might make sense to actually take that full and zero out. You are 100% correct, and that's why it's so hard to talk about taxes in general the way I do on the air, because if you've got at least two kids, you're married, we always have to look at that earned income credit. And I'll tell you one of the reasons I forget about it. I just tend to work with high-dollar owner-operators, and not real high-dollar, but people that are pretty darn profitable. So it's not that often that they get to take advantage of the earned income credit. And many times, it's the depreciation that can get us down low enough to get them to the earned income credit. Because it's, it's that bell curve on the earned income credit. It goes up to a peak and then starts coming back down. And then at some point, you lose it. But you are correct. There are times where you need to be looking really hard and running the calculations before you take all that depreciation. Right. I would say anytime you got kids, they, well, they, you should do that. I mean, they, they, and they're very, very generous. It's well, let me, unbelievable how much money the government no, they, gives away. Uh, yeah, it, generous or stupid, because um, I, I, I have a real problem with that credit. But let me give you an example. I, I have, you know, we could have a lot of owner operators who might already have a net of 100000 before depreciation. Well, we could, if they had 50000 in depreciation, we could take it all. Because they're still not getting anywhere. Doesn't the earned income credit peak around 34000 Uh-oh. Sorry, Joseph, you're not going to get a chance to answer that question because the end is near and uh, my equipment cuts you off just so we don't run into the end. Joseph, great stuff. You are absolutely right. That's why, no matter what you hear me say on this show, you better have a good tax preparer who has time to go over your particular situation because Joseph brought up a great point that with the earned income credit, it's not that simple. There are times when it actually makes sense not to take all of the depreciation to keep our income in that sweet spot for the earned income credit. I'd have to go look it up, but I think the bell curve peaks around high 20s or 30s you know this is a number i don't look at a lot because i don't have many clients that that can get this usually um but in that year when you have a lot of depreciation you could kind of cherry pick and and you might actually be able to do it so thanks as always great stuff today and we will see you next time check out the website it's letstruck.com be safe be profitable Be fit and healthy. Always do the hard work and master the journey. I'm Kevin Ruth. Listening to Road Dog Trucking Radio. Grab a coach, coach. Sirius XM 146. Or listen on the Sirius XM app.